The horse's name is Tuesday. Shit. <laughs> okay. I thought it was Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not Wednesday. Not oh yet. well. Um. Well, in that case, three, two, one. We are live. Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 82. I'm here with... Oh, I don't usually introduce all of us anymore, but I guess we'll start. Uh, I'm Graham, we're here with Luke, Richie, Cody, the normal cast, and then we've got two guys who we've had on before, back, because they had a pretty interesting trip uh, out at S'more. Uh, we got Nick Jonard and Curtis Behrens, everyone's favorite, uh, back on to sort of talk about that, and I guess... Um, We'll see what what the hell else we come up with, but uh, I mean, let's... I also went to AOP, so that's almost... yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, I don't know. You already went to AOP. Now you went again and, and did things. So uh, I don't know. I feel like that was forever ago, but it wasn't. Um, it was like a week ago. I know. I know. Um, well, let's let's let Curtis and Nick talk about that trip because, well, your trip was cool. You didn't roll your shit, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I want to roll their I, shit. What? Ooh, somebody rolled their shit. That's an exciting. Story. Do you not even uh, pay attention, Cody? Possibly. I literally <laughs> smoke crack and flick my boogers everywhere. That's all I do. Move <laughs> off from you. <laughs> hey, goddamn. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I don't know, Curtis or Nick. I guess give us some background on this trip too. Is this something you do every year, or is it a? It's going to become a new yearly thing. It probably like is. Yeah, we last year was the first time I went down to S'more for this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and Kurt, well, Curtis and I went down last year. Yeah, uh, we're probably, we're probably for. Yeah, that was less eventful of a trip. This year's trip was a hell of a lot better than last year's. One hundred percent. This was a really good trip. We had a, we had a group. solid group. I was just everyone was rowdy. All the oh, time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was good. We had people from all over. I mean, I'm from Illinois. Curtis from Michigan. We had our buddy Justin from Texas. Luke the from Reed Kentucky. Brothers. The Reed brothers. We had people from all over in our group. So, uh, is that uh, Luke with the white jeep? Yes. The uh, police. We've jeep. been trying to contact. Well, him no, Luke his... Kennedy. Not. Yeah. Oh, Luke. Lukey Poo. We've been Milky trying to contact poo-poo. him about his extended warranty <laughs> and possibly a podcast slot. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. <laughs> that was cringy as hell. <laughs> no, I kind of liked it, though. You knew what you were going So for. why don't we just get started as to how the first 30 minutes of the trip went? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we, uh, we showed up, got unloaded, set up camp, and then uh, about 10 minutes into the first trail, I just... Laid my Jeep over on its side very gracefully. Like, I literally, I had uh, their buddy Kyle riding with me. I had time to stop and say to Kyle, oh, shit, we're going to have to get out. Looks like uh, Nick's going over again. Damn it. Here we go. (laughs) It was just the slowest shit ever. Dude, it was so slow, but I just wanted to let it happen. I mean, that was the first time I've had like a actual flop over onto the side just like straight over i don't really count what happened last year yeah but it literally was slow enough he had time to save it and dad was extremely disappointed well 
I have a very good disappointed dad look picture of you just looking at yeah, the Jeep too. So. Just sitting over top of the Jeep, just looking at it like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad, son, but I'm very disappointed. <laughs> that was the, the first obstacle we came across when we went out. Now, it, the pictures didn't make that little ledge look that bad. Or was it, it, really that bad? It, it, it wasn't, no. Okay. I just, the 30, I didn't air like down. a freaking re- Hard. I did. Well, I didn't air down, so I was at like 20 psi unknowingly, and then you know, 37s are a little subpar sometimes, and I ended up like trying this way high side like an idiot, and then I just tipped her over real slow. Got it. How do you yeah. not know you have fucking 20 psi? Uh, well, I thought I I never checked them because I left them aired down from Winterfest in March, and I was like, oh, they're probably still pretty low. <laughs> Well, apparently, uh, fucking aired tur- them up. Turns out they they were not low. <laughs> so, but that was good. I mean, Curtis pulled me back over pretty quick. Thing fired right up. Didn't even smoke or anything. Yeah, he doesn't get oil in cylinder yeah. six like I do. <laughs> Weird. I, he's got like he good rings. Yeah. <laughs> it's only so, got hundred. It's only got one hundred ninety three thousand miles on it too. So yeah, versus my two hundred and eighty, or probably close to three hundred now. <laughs> Yeah. Good God. Does your cluster um, this... even work? Huh? Does your cluster even work? Remember, I have that fancy ass cluster. So no. Yeah, he's got the hot boy cluster. <laughs> no, I got that fuck boy cluster. You got all <laughs> those auto meter. They're so gaudy. I hate those things. I, I don't know. Oh, they're so nice though. Dude, I can see thing's... the numbers, and that makes me happy. You don't want to yeah. see your numbers. The last thing you need to see is your numbers. Yeah, tell me. Because <laughs> they're always time, wrong. They're always time. fucking scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah last year when we went down, the only ones that are scary. No, they're not, Curtis. Last year when we went down there, the only thing you were looking at was that trans temp gauge, and you were like, "Oh, what are you at?" And I was like, "I don't know, dude. I don't have a gauge. I'm not worried about it." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> One of the hey, biggest parts of the manual. This, this may have been the first year that I did not have to have everyone stop constantly for me overheating. So, did you? Yeah, that was good. Do something to slightly winning. Or I did absolutely perfect. fucking nothing, yeah, and it, it stopped. It's just fixing itself. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's what, that's what's got to happen. Yeah, I mean that, that. Yeah, basically, just like my uh, other issue that we had. Oh, we'll, oh get, that, we'll get to that, that one later. That was a later. weird one. I don't that even one, know on that one. That one blows my mind, but we'll get to that later. So I was going to say, was Friday was fairly uneventful other than you rolling, or did you roll both times Friday? No, it was Saturday. It was day one and day two. Okay. So yeah, Friday, sun- yeah, Friday was good. Uh, I slapped that like first 10 minutes, and then we just ran stuff the rest of the day on Friday. Oh, but Friday was the day when we got into the one area where we were doing like the chocolate thunder type shit on one out or on. Oh one yeah, out. yeah, that one hill. I don't even know what trail we had, that like, was. Four rigs trying to go up obstacles on this one hill at one time, and it turned into a giant clusterfuck. No, and then we because got we got past that ledge, got the, the first ledge, and then we got further up the hill, and then there was another set of ledges across the whole thing. So oh, we we're all doing God. the same thing again. And this is when I really fucked up. I tried the hardest ledge possible. I slid over into a fucking tree, and I guess it was dead or something because a giant fucking branch just comes hanging out of this tree and just drops right on my windshield, right in front of my face. 
Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it only shattered the windshield right in front of my face. Nowhere oh. else. So do you need so to go back to new windshield, or are you taking it out? What's the plan? No, we're, it's out. It's, it's staying out. Okay. Yeah. Less Even though when you get better. dabbed next time the tree comes through. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. well. I think I think the branch was big enough that my eight or my uh, brother would have caught it. Well, it didn't catch. I mean, it may have still hit me or destroyed the dash, but at that yeah, point, I don't really care. As long as your face yeah. isn't fucked up, you know that's a good part. More <laughs> fucked up than it already is. Exactly. <laughs> it can't get much worse. Ooh. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. dude. Some of those trails out there, they look really, really nasty, but they're actually extremely easy. Except for oh, yeah. once it's once somebody gets mud on them, you're done. If they get wet, you're done. You're not there nobody's were, doing them anymore. There were several spots where the the top layer got cleaned off, and it was just slick. Oh, it was so nasty. That's why I was letting everybody go before me. I was in the back of the pack the entire time. Yeah, I was, was like, the, well, I was in the front the whole time. Yeah, so I was like, if, if they can get up it, I'm fine. But if they have to go around it, well, I'm still going to give it a shot. You know, i got to flex that big dick. Get, you know what you're getting yourself into pretty much at that point? Yeah. At that point, I know what I'm getting myself into. I'm still putting tire on it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. And I honestly, I think I hit red line the most out of any trip that weekend. I don't think I've hit red line on that Jeep that many times in one weekend before. You, you was been just, on it. Reed was on red line the whole time. Oh, our one buddy Reed, who's got the, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but it's the police Jeep on one tire. Uh, no nine inch uh, fab nine inch housings. Uh, that thing, that guy is absolutely insane. That dude does not give a fuck about anything. I mean, we, so I don't know. I think I showed you guys the video of me going up Copperhead, which is supposedly one of the harder or like, a, I don't know. What's the right word for it's it? Like, like name it's like brand? Their, it's like their token obstacle. Yeah. That everybody yeah, has to try. Obstacle. Yep. And this dude. You know, like hangs, Lion's Den type of shit. So. Gotcha. Yeah. It's basically like a Lion's Den. This dude hangs t- his tires up in the air for like a solid two to three seconds on that obstacle trying to get up it. Oh man, he did. Oh, that was great. Did you hear what he said a, about that too? No. When when those when when his front end was up in the air, he said he went. He was going for the brakes, and his foot slid between the brake and gas pedal. Well, that's what happens oh. when you. Uh, yeah, he was wearing Crocs, Crocs the whole week. Yeah. And was it muddy too? So I could definitely. Oh yeah. Have oh yeah, it was. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man, and then. So that was Saturday too. That was Saturday night that we went and did that Copperhead. Was, that was, yeah, that was like Saturday evening, like the beginning of the night. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I walked up there and Big Dick swung at it. You know, first try, right up it. First try, no problems whatsoever. You guys all saw the video. I haven't seen the nope. video. Nope. I'll send it to you. It's in the group. It's in Lonely Boys. Yeah. Alrighty, I'll go watch it. <laughs> but uh. Everyone else get at least. I think everyone in our group put tire on it, I did right? Not because Except we were all on, we were all on the same page that I did not have a big enough rig for that obstacle. Oh yeah, and once you get up past that, there is no fucking way a single one of those rigs was getting out of there. I no, had to it's, winch it's out of worse. There. It's worse even up past it. Yeah, you go. You go like uh, probably a hundred yards up past it, and you take a left to go up the follow up the trail, and it's like. 
a hundred yards of ledges going up. And it's like, well, fuck. I think there's a video that uh, the guy that was riding with me took of me trying to go up it. And I was sitting there on freaking limiter roasting the tires for a solid two minutes back down and took another shot at it. And I, I couldn't make it halfway up. I ended up having to go down further and try the other line, which was even worse. It was like a straight ledge basically and ended up winching up and out of that ledge. That was a disaster trying to get out of there. And then I got lost trying to get back down to them. And then I found them as they were going up another trail so I did like some rock bouncer type shit and I just freaking hammered on it all the way up the trail to catch up to them. And uh, the one guy, what was it? Like spike out at 260 degrees. No, he said that it just that. seriously, it, it didn't like, I think my, my engine temp was at like 230 when I got to the top. Okay. That's yeah, not bad. No, that's, that's, that's not bad. No, it's bad. That's, no, it's that's not, not that bad. It. It's not that's that a, bad. That's considering totally how hard fine. I was hammering on that. Mm. Considering how hard I was hammering on that thing to get up there, it's not. It yeah, wasn't you're boiling right. over. It's not quite boiling over, but you're basically there. Uh, That's what water is meant to do. It's meant to boil over. Okay, it's fine. What thirty degrees is thirty degrees, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that actually, I just watched that video. That's a really cool video, and I'm proud of you for one shotting that. Yeah, he'll never be able to do that. What happened again. with your with your transfer case uh, that you had to kind of stop there? Uh, actually my dumbass forgot to, I got my air locker working right before the trip. I figured out there was a bad connection somewhere, got that fixed and I forgot to turn it off or well, I forgot to take the air away from it. So it locks up cause it's the comp locker. So it requires air to unlock. I forgot mm -hmm. to take air away from it. So I didn't have my front locked, which obviously uh, you can see how much having a front locker helps in that video. Like that makes it. I didn't even have to struggle. Like I was struggling to get up that with the locker active or unactivated with it unlocked. I was struggling to get up it, locked it up, and it just like right up it. Another you know, news: water is wet, and Curtis is still our favorite ginger. And the boiling point of fifty fifty coolant is two hundred and twenty six degrees Fahrenheit. So you're uh, cool. Fifty. <laughs> That's would, why I don't use 50-50. What do you use? 100% antifreeze? <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking like 75% antifreeze and then oh a bunch God. of that max cool stuff. You can't BP get 75%. Oh, no. I guess well, a little, bit, little bit of yeah. cores in there, too. <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> We won't talk about that. I needed to cool it because my reservoir was empty. So I wonder why. Maybe because it was there. boiling over. Oh, yeah. Dude, it came in. That's the, yeah. <laughs> No, it's because we kept getting off camber and it drains out if I get off camber, uh -huh. like really far off camber. I'm sure. But, uh, oh man. And then we come around to freaking Sunday or wait, what happened on the what? Saturday night wheeling was not so, eventful at all. No. Well, Saturday during the day was cause we were just running stuff. We ended up on yellow jacket, which realistically is not a hard trail, oh. but I'm just a terrible driver. Um, <laughs> Join the club. Uh, yeah, dude, we were, I was all over the like hard line for this hill. Just, it was just sliding everywhere. And then I went to back down at a pretty good angle. Dropped my back tire off a little bit of a ledge and it just sent me over. So I did three quarters over. Yeah, that was interesting. Side. 
I was sitting in the Jeep. I'm like, oh, Nick's just going to back down and go up the easy line. He backs down. I'm like, oh, shit. He just rolled. We got to get out. <laughs> and this was like right as one of our buddy's uh, girlfriends was about to start videoing this. Yeah. She and catches Luke, him like, yeah. Luke had just him. stopped recording right before that. So nobody yeah, got a nobody video of this. Up. It's it was very, a very rare that the entertaining shit actually gets captured, except when it's me. Yeah, Roll. they, got, they just... got my they got the world's slowest flop ever on video. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but but that's not a cool one, video. Yeah, this one would have been a really good video because it looked from where I was at. I was like, oh shit, that's not good. It looked extremely violent, and I was just talking to the guy that was riding with me about. How if he rolls and he goes like end over on this or starts flopping down the side, there's like a sixty foot cliff like oh, yeah. right at the edge of this. Yeah, and there's I like tapped, one I tapped the tree. Me. I tapped yep. the tree that was there to catch me. Otherwise, would have been. It probably would have looked like that one video that Yoda and Harlan. Oh yeah, oh, yes. I was. Yeah. It would have been about just, that bad. What, what I would have kept going. I need to know. There's, there's a video of a Yoda like truggy going down trail trail. 26 and he catches he drops off funny and he tips over the front end like rolls over once taps a tree it spins the rig around and then he keeps going down the hill oh and he rolled yes. like six times yeah it would not have been a good situation if he had not caught that tree ah conveniently Harlan, though it did yes Harlan's one of those properties where fucking that was a windrock i think did i say harlan i meant windrock yeah, it, it was windrock yep. It was Windrock. Because oh, Harlan oh. doesn't have numbered trails. No. Sorry. It was no, Windrock. And I thought you were talking about falling off of one of the cliffs at Harlan. That's No, bad. falling off one of the cliffs like Brandon almost did would be that really was, bad. Yeah, yeah. No, this would have been like that, though. Um, luckily, I tapped this tree. Didn't get the full land back onto the wheels, but I did not want to in this case because that would have been me continuing yeah. to roll. <laughs> And oh man, it was the worst recovery ever. So like, oh yeah, the way he landed, the his, the top of his jeep was facing all of us. So somebody had to try to get like up and around him to get to the other side to him to pull him back over. Unless we were going to go back onto the roof and then back over, which was not not a good idea to do. No, and yeah, because I would have been going three quarters of the way back over. Yeah, so this we guy, sent we sent Luke that was with us. With the white Cherokee. We sent him around the front of my Jeep. And I have a video. Uh, he gave my hood a very nice love tap going around me. Very lovely love tap and a nice <laughs> yeah. giant dent in the hood, too. Yeah. Because his rear uh, tire just caught right on that. And I think it was. Well, the, he slid, he slid off of the rock that he was on because of his sweet Patagonias. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and slid right into my hood. Oh uh, man, we gave that guy so much shit for those things all weekend long. Part of why I wanted to have him on because the theme of last episode when we were talking. Here, about I'm gonna send. I just sent this video to the. I don't know who's logged into the Instagram, but I'm just sending it on that a little love tap video. I can send it in the Discord if you want. No, that would be kind of cool. Uh, I let me get open that up. Hold up. Yeah, I got a new phone, so I can't get into oh. the, uh, Insta yet. We have. Do you want this up. in the here? I'm gonna send it in the BCO podcast one. Yeah. yeah that's 
Why would but, we have him on anyways? We already know the outcome of the story. It's just I drove up to the rock, I spun, I didn't make it, and I backed back down. It's like why do why do we need him on? Humor. Oh, he was beating the Humor? crap out of that no. thing the whole weekend. Great story from Sunday coming up here soon. Oh yeah. But we so, so we got him around, love tapped my hood. We had to drag the front end of my Jeep like around to straighten me out on the hill so we weren't tipping me back over into the tree that saved me oh that was disastrous that was Uh, probably one of the worst flop recoveries i've ever had to do and then and then we got me righted back over the thing did not want to run you know pulled the plugs cleaned them out did not want to run still so we got this fucking thing was spraying oil out the exhaust right onto his shackle like his shackles were coated in fucking oil there was literally just like straight oil spraying out of the exhaust at this point yeah well my intake filled my intake filled with oil um so that was good we ended up dragging me like halfway up the hill and after that point i've been sitting for a while and i was like you know I'm going to try and start this thing. So I started it. It sounded like I had a two-step on this thing. Um, but it was it was running. So I like slammed it back into four-wheel drive. We cleared the trail, and I just blasted all the way back to camp, like leaving a smoke signal the entire way. Yeah, that, that was the only way I knew how to get back to camp was that freaking smoke. No. <laughs> because they just took off. I'm like, I have no clue where the fuck I'm going right now. But we'll just, or Kyle's just like, hey, just follow the smoke. Follow the You'll smoke. be fine. <laughs> so I have to ask a stupid question. Uh, how big is S'more? Like, uh, it's like a thousand acres. Nine sixty, I believe. Yeah, it's just under a thousand acres, and they have trails for days. Like, uh, there's no way we kept running the same trail or a fair amount of the same trails because they were a little bit more difficult. And some we'd run during the day, and we're like, oh, we want to hit this at night. This would look really freaking cool at night to do. We like, did well, do several trails during the night that we didn't touch during the day also. Yeah, you know, like that number five that we just Yeah, that number five down. that we dropped down on oh, that's, last that's night. That's another story for later. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got her uh, we got her straightened out. We got back to camp. I think everybody wanted to eat food too. Yeah, um, Nick worked on his Jeep. Yeah, I got I went got new plugs, cleaned everything up, got it running pretty well again. Um and then we were ready to go back out. What did I don't think anything impressive oh, happened Saturday okay. night. Saturday night? No, we were just running stuff. Friday night was when we did that sketchy downhill with Tyler. No, Tyler wasn't there Friday. It would have been Saturday. Was it Saturday night? Was that Saturday night then? Saturday night. When we did that downhill and you shut off? Oh, no, that was Friday night. So Friday night, we go to... This is on like a number five trail, which is like, I would say probably pretty close to red or black probably a black and we have to go down this hill and make a sharp 90 degree turn i go to start going down this hill and i must have not had enough fuel in the jeep and as soon as i started going down jeep shut off instantly and i turned to the guy i said well fuck here we go and we go down this hill and thankfully there was an embankment going back up when you get to the bottom of the hill dude we just slammed right into that freaking embankment and just stopped dead right there i was like well work no, it was a slick Wait, hill. Jeep? Oh, it was, it was a muddy, muddy, muddy gotcha. downhill. Right. Muddy downhill on the left side. Any... Wait, he doesn't have any steering when he's off because it's full hydro. I don't have True. any steering if it's off, unless I can hit the key and run the ignition. Yeah. And like the left, the starter to pump it. 
your left side when you're sliding down this hill, once you get to like where the bottom of the hill is, there was a drop off because there was a ledge there. And then you, we were supposed to, we turned right to go up another ledge. So there's like this pretty narrow landing zone. And if, yeah, you, and flip, if you go a little bit too far to the left, you go down a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was it's like fun. one of the, hey, Graham, we'll just put it this way. It was kind of like your situation. Yeah. Going yeah. Down as soon as you were like, oh, I was slick. I was like, oh. Yes, I understand. Yeah, because you, dude, you hit the. I know what well, this is like. <laughs> yeah, you you hit the brakes and the rear kind of starts to kick over that way, and you're like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Yep, I just wrote it out. I'm just like, you know what? I don't care what damage. That's this all you can do. do. We're hitting that embankment. <laughs> you don't really have a choice. No, that embankment yeah. is going to stop me. I know that whether I go up and over and get high centered on it, or I just slam right into it, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Thankfully, we both had a, our harnesses on all the way, and we were able to hit it. And not eat the dashboard or steering wheel. Oh, so real quick on that note, I heard a rumor that you got rid of the death harnesses. I just wanted to say I'm proud of you. I didn't get rid of the death harnesses. I just added the uh, sub strap. Oh, or the sub mount. Uh, I mean, that's better than nothing. Okay. And honestly, honest again, uh, I he, the guy that rode with me. How tall is Kyle? Like five six. Probably like five six or five seven. He's really short. short. He did not complain at all about my harnesses. Granted, we did go in and we did adjust them. You didn't halfway through Friday. I also did did not not, roll with him in there. I definitely did roll, and I I only had the bottom three straps on because I didn't expect (laughs) to be rolling. Um, but it was was smooth. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't hit. I didn't. I didn't shift around very much at all. It was just really weird because it was like, oh, I'm looking at the obstacle, and then I was looking at dirt, and then I was looking at the obstacle I was just on. <laughs> but I was lying on my side. It was sideways. Oh, God. Yeah, and then like it clicks in your brain. Oh, fuck, I'm on my side. And, oh, and then I heard oh, Justin's, I Justin's Texas accent telling me to turn it off. <laughs> Southern draw. Turn it off. Uh, yeah, that was great. And then, well, so then when you get around that corner that we were just talking about that my Jeep shut off on, you come around and there's a huge ledge there too. You That's have to try like to get a, up and over. Probably like a four foot waterfall there. Yeah. At least. So it was wet. Out there, you don't, you, all of their ledges are basically running water over them. Basically just yeah. waterfalls. Oh, Pretty much every single one of them. It, it is really cool. You get some really good videos. I should... I'll put more of the videos in the Lonely Boys chat from that weekend and pictures. But uh, here, so you I'll get send to a couple in, in here while you're talking. Didn't you really struggle trying to get up and over that? It took me a good couple tries. Um, I, I finally did, but it. I had to bump. I had to give a good few bumps on most of those ledges that we ran. But uh, then. I don't think anything more eventful happened that night. No, that night was pretty chill. We ended up just standing up yeah. top after that trail, talking for a while, and then we went. Oh yeah, that's more right. Things. Because those razors came down, and Tyler screams at him, "Turn around, pizza boy! No deliveries yeah. here!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It was a one-way trail. He wasn't supposed to be coming down that way. Yeah, no. Uh, you don't want to go down that trail that way either. I no, promise you that. Not at all. Oh, that was great. But then comes to Sunday, 
we get up or we get up Sunday. Frankie's like, "Oh, I know this great area that we should go to. It's yeah, down there's in some this sweet trails down here. Oh, there's great trails and stuff." And this dude's on fr- freaking forty-four inch bog dogs, and we get down to this trail and we go to look up it, and it's like straight clay mud and ledges. And I looked at him and said, "Are you fucking kidding me right now, Frankie?" Well, no, we went down. We went down looking for cheese grater, which is what we were looking for last year when I put it into that like crevice. Oh yeah, the ravine. We get to we get to cheese grater. That was a we backed out of that trail. Yeah, we had to back out. There was, was no way. Gnarly, in like four foot tall undercut running on the right side, and then the left side had like a little two foot undercut, and then it like nosed together and I was the skinniest rig there and I could not fit in between them. Yeah. There's no so way you have to, you basically have to be through. up on the high side and you're probably at least like 45 degree angle sitting up on the high side. I'll say you're just while, while the body in while it. the rest of the side is on the, the higher undercut ledge. It's a yeah, super, basically- it super messed up trail. And there was no way a single one of our rigs was going to get through there. You basically have to go through an eraser. Yeah, it's skinny enough that a razor could have just right up in the middle of it. But anything other than that, you're just getting massive body damage or hung up really bad. Yeah, so after that, we went to the muddy, na- the nasty muddy trail. And yeah. the, the, I'm going to call it the There were two hill climbs rigs. there. The, the, two, or the smaller rigs kind of went off on their own. And what was it? Frankie, Reed, or the Reed brothers, and I was, went and did our yeah. own thing. And we ended up down there. These guys had all gone left, and so Frankie and the rest of our group decided we're just going to go right. So we started going right. I tried the right side first, and I oh my God. did not make it very far. No, we did, we there was one ledge that you just there was no way you were getting up it with unless you had a bouncer and you were hitting that thing at like twenty miles an hour and just absolutely hammering on it as soon as you hit that ledge. We go we go to go up it. Frankie tries it. Frankie winches, digs the motherfucker way the fuck out with his boggers. Of course, right? And oh, so we're all winching. Man. I know I know those some bitches were throwing some shit, let me tell you that. I go to try it and I this was after I had lost the windshield already. And we're doing it and I get to the ledge and I start like trying to work it around and I just get smacked in the face with a giant clump of mud from one of my tires. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pulling cable. I don't give a shit. Fuck this. Cause it like ended up like all in my beard and everything. And it was like nasty mud clay. I'm just like, I'm not fucking trying this anymore. We're just going to winch up the hill. So I freaking winch probably another it had to have been another hundred feet or more oh, up this we, hill. We pulled up. We had to pull everybody up the left side of that hill too, because it was just yeah. slick clay. I even tried the right side. I couldn't get up over the first ledge. So I'm like, oh, if I can get over that first ledge, it doesn't look that bad after that. And it I couldn't even get up. That bad. Yeah. Yep. In the right side was the same way. Like I figured after I got up over that first ledge, I was like, oh man, I should be good. Just hammer on it. Just make it up. So we. Wound the cable up. We didn't winch all the way in because I knew I was going to have to turn around and help winch one of the other guys up because his winch wasn't working. So we left the cable unwound and I tried hammering up the hill and I'm like, what the fuck? I cannot get up this damn hill. Had to get out, unwound the cable, winch the rest of the way back up the hill and I get turned around and everything and my Jeep's running fine at this point, like perfectly fine. Not overheating, nothing. And so I winch everyone up the hill and backed my Jeep up, turned it off, let it cool down a little bit because it was 210, 220, not 
way out of the range of gram. You know, it's also like it's just a habit. Eighty degrees outside already at that point. So I'm. I got done. I set. Let the jeep sit. I go to start it up, and the fucking thing is missing. Like it's like dead on a cylinder, basically at that point. I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe it'll. Maybe it's just hot uh, fuel boil. No big deal. It'll clear itself out. So we drive back to camp at this point, or yeah, we drove back to camp. I think to meet, or we drove back out to like the playground area to meet up with everybody else. And I'm like, we ended up going. We ended up going back to camp too. It was back to camp. We 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 ate lunch. We ate lunch. Yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe the thing's just hot. It should be running fine. We'll see what it does after lunch. Go to leave after lunch. It's still missing. Run a couple of trails. And this is when things got fucking weird with Luke Kennedy. He go so we go back out. We're running some trails. He drops down into this ledge and he's like basically almost tipped over. And I'm sitting there with Kyle. I'm like, damn, you know how badly I want to just drive into the back of that Jeep right now and just push it the rest of the way over. <laughs> I got like really close to it, like pretending like I was gonna do it. And this dude just hammers the thing in reverse and just drives backwards right into my Jeep. I'm dude, like, no, he drove he drove me right now. He drove up a tree and then it slid off the tree and landed on Curtis's front bumper. Yeah. It landed it was on top up, of it. I'm up like, are up you and down into me? the bumper. I was like, Luke, I was trying to tell him to stop. Like I was right there get, trying to turn the Jeep on so I could back up a little bit. It just smashes right in. It was like God damn it, you asshole. I should have just driven or driven right into the back of you and tipped you right over. <laughs> but then we kept going up this ledge and stuff. And no, that was a good trail because that was that was puppy liquor. Was. Yeah. That was a really good trail decent, that we were in. It was a decent ledge to get up it, and my Jeep's running like shit. Like I literally had to use double low because it would not make enough power in a two seven two to one to get up anything or to even spin the tires at that point. Oh, wow. And I think it was like, you need to just accept that a manual is in your future because with two, seven, what what would a manual two, seven, two to one with an auto and 42 is just doesn't. He's just, he's just giving you that. He's giving you a different low option for the, the high low. Yeah. But that's what you, that's what you have double low for. So it doesn't even matter. Exactly. I had double low. It was fine, but I couldn't get, because of the dead cylinder when it doesn't have the dead cylinder it's fine in 272 to one yeah instead of 100 horsepower you have like 80 horsepower oh i was gonna say like 40 we're gonna go with 40 (laughs) there's a substantial power decrease yeah and so we kept running some trails i think we went to back to camp not long after that and i went through i was checking everything out i think we swapped we swapped the coil or the um caps yeah we mining deep yeah you tried um, you tried one or two wires of mine. Oh, yep. We tried different wires because we had found out that it was cylinder six that was dead because you could literally go in there while it was running, pull the wire off of cylinder six, and it wouldn't change the idle at all. But um, you ended up trying that, my old so, spark plugs. Is what you yeah, did? We tried his old spark plugs, cleaned them all up, threw them in, still running like shit. All right. Well, now it must be fuel related. I pull my fuel module out. Um, everything in there looked good. I think the filter on the bottom of it had fallen off. So we zip tied that back on, stuck it back in, um, went to, what did we do after that? I think we pulled the line or the return line off the fuel filter 
and to, just to see if it was returning a bunch of fuel or if it was actually sending some through. Yeah, well, we didn't have a fuel pressure gauge either. Yeah, so we and just that, that wait, dude that the next campsite over didn't help things either. Curtis, oh dear God, <laughs> fuck that guy! God damn it! What? I'm kind of confused. What year is your four liter? Because if I remember right, you swapped a four cylinder over to a four liter. Uh, no. No? Yes. Technically, I did not do it. It was a four-cylinder originally. Got swapped to a four-liter. Okay. Um. But what year is it? Because you got ninety-seven. Line. I uh, do because of my fuel pump. Because I use a okay. WJ fuel filter as a regulator. Oh, right. I, that makes because sense. I have a fuel cell with a um. I don't even know what. I think it's an XJ pump in there. But XJ pumps technically make ninety psi of oil pressure or oil pressure. <laughs> Fuel pressure, fuel pressure, but it's regulated on the top. Yes. That little cap on the top regulates it. So because I, and I, my fuel cell, the module that it's on has a return line on it. So I figured I would do a WJ fuel filter so that I can return it from that and use that as my regulator because it didn't have any sort of regulator in it to begin with. So we did that. We, we did the fuel filter. Check compression. Yeah, checked all comp- compression on all cylinders. Or, well, cylinder six, since we had known that it was cylinder six. Everything was fine. Every single thing that we could go through was fine, except for the injector. We go in there, we pull the plug off injector six. He, Nick had his code reader hooked up to it. We As soon as we pulled that plug off, it threw a code for a circuit fault on injector six. Yeah. So... We're like, okay, cool. We know that we have, or all my injectors are, I somebody didn't fuck with my injector plugs and swap them. And Nick gets this brilliant idea. Well, why don't you swap injector six uh, plug with injector five? Okay. So we do that and I start it up and son of a bitch, the Jeep <laughs> is running like a fucking top at this point. Like who would have thought that swapping those two plugs would totally fix my issue? Only, only, only me because I've had that problem before. Except it was like I think it was cylinder one and two or something like that. Yeah, like I had two of them flopped for whatever reason, flopping back. But the computer tells us that we didn't have them flopped in the first place. Yeah, because I don't know. Code for cylinders, like so. Technically, right now, when cylinder or when injector five fires, it's firing injector six, and when injector six fires, it's firing injector five. And they're not. The, they're not one after another or anything in this. In I think this. there's. I think there's only one. One. There's only one in between. Two. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I got something going on with it, and just swapping um, those somehow made it okay. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, as soon as it, I heard the idle, I tried loading it up in uh, single low because that was the way we were testing it, not driving around. Just put foot brake it, put it in first gear, and load it up as if if. Or when it was running like shit, as soon as you'd load it up, you'd notice it missing. After that, I didn't notice it loading up. Took it, went out for a quick rip into the playground or the entrance. And that thing just, that thing has never ran that good since I've had it on tons. Since I started it again after it was on tons, it has never ran that good again. Huh. So did it run cooler after that? Um, It actually did run cooler after that, which was, I kind of said that to Nick. I was like, huh. I wonder if this thing's going to suddenly run cooler now. And it did all night long. And Sunday night was the interesting night. That's when all of the fun shit happened. Well, that was after after he got that fixed. I was like, 
well, if he doesn't get fixed, I'll just stay here because my Jeep was, I had been having some vapor lock problems after I rolled and everything and uh, ended up just unplugging my upstream O2 sensor. I don't have a downstream. Unplugged the upstream and things started running way better. Um, no. so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, uh, we'll talk about this later, but I was at AOP and I ended up popping my hood and I had some really bad running issues. I hit the Schrader valve on my uh, fuel rail and it just pissed like hot fuel vapor out of it. I started it back up and it ran cooler after that for some oh, reason. I did that. I did that several times when we were at camp. I uh, poured water on my fuel rail to cool it down and the thing was not having a good time. My upstream O2 sensor definitely coated in oil. So yeah, I unplugged both of my O2 sensors at one point too, just thinking, yeah. oh hey, maybe this will fix the issue. It was a quick, quick, easy thing to check on the trail. Yeah, I did that thing was running better, and then we got Curtis up and running again. Because I was like, well, I'll just stick around here if he can't go back out. Because we didn't have enough seats for two rigs to be down and have everybody still go out. And yeah. uh, he got his back together. We're like, all right, well, let's go out. And uh, we went out. I, I, think I, was, I think as soon as I got back from my little test run, I don't even think I got out of the Jeep and everybody was in their Jeeps ready to go yeah. back. I was like, all right, this is sweet. Yeah, you were like, oh, you're going back out too? And I was like, hell yeah, dude. You're running now, so I'm going too. And we went out. And uh, we were, I was looking for some stuff we hadn't done yet. I took us into this like pretty pretty far back corner, to be honest. And there was a rock garden that I would c kind of compare to uh, Rock Creek, but not as long. It, and yeah, not it's as like like rocky road. It's more. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's a number five trail, which I like. I said I would can kind of compare it to Rock Creek, but a lot bigger rocks, a lot but, bigger, more like boulder sized rocks rather than what Rock Creek has. I think did those pictures go through? One of the pictures, if they went through, one of the pictures I just sent in in the oh they didn't go through. Never mind. <laughs> but uh. So we went and ran that because we ran that during the day. Really good trail. It's just a nice technical, like, crawling trail. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I did most of the trail and front wheel drive just to be a showboat. Oh well, God. listen, not all of us can have stickies. Charity tires? Yeah. Charity uh, tires. Not everybody yeah, can win their uh, or their uh, apple. No. The waffle. It's a waffle, bro. Yeah, the waffle yeah. tires. Waffle. If this picture goes through, there'll be a picture here for you guys to see. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a it's a pretty nasty. Like, there's large rocks and there's large gaps. In oh between. yeah, and yeah. like you have you have to be careful with how you do it because I think I got hung up once. Well, Frankie like, got really hung up during the day. Justin did the same thing Frankie did during the day because you get up to this like wider spot on the trail. There's this massive rock in the center. When the hell did we do that during the day? I don't know. We did it. That was when Frankie got stuck. Because Frankie got his slider wedged underneath the that rock. Oh. You, oh. This That's picture, right. once it, this picture, once it goes through, you were on the line that Frankie were, but he, the boggers were not hooking up on rocks very well over the weekend. No, the bog dogs and rocks don't mix well. No, Those are hill not. killers, and that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. But uh, we, we went up this trail. We get to the top. We had to take a little bit of a bypass because there was a group of scrambler, like built scramblers up there. The one dude was having a fuel problem. Which really sucks because the fuel pump I was going to throw like in line in my stuff 
um, was that pump was the pump that the guy needed. And I had just taken it out of my Jeep and set it on the back of my trailer right before yeah. we took off instead of leaving it in there. Oh, but, uh, we, we skirted around them though. Got everybody up and around them. Um, they ended up getting that figured out. I think, I think they had that figured out before we left. I think so. Cause we had, a, we had turned, or we had been doing the party. We had the party mode. Yeah, yeah, we did here. Here's the picture here. It's in the group now. It's on the, and it's in the chat. That's actually a sick picture too. It is. Uh, Curtis was on the harder line. I took the easier line cause the 37s were not going to grab on that hard line. And that, that was the one that I wanted to just sit there and do uh, a front dig burnout on top of the rock and it ended up just pulling me up and over. And I was like, well, fuck, can't have fun here. Well, we got up to the blow your we got up to up. do the bypass of that thing to go around the guy with the scrambler. And there's like a pretty big rock next to that guy. And I was like, well, I'll just give it a try. Like front end came up and over it. I came down on my slider and like pivoted around a little bit and then just kept going up and over it. And the dude was like, Damn, dude, that was pretty good. And I was like, yeah, you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think these were going to hook up that well. But then after that trail, so we had the whole scrambler issue. We had turned party because my uh, rock lights, there's this, uh, what the hell is it called? Basically, it has a module for it. Yeah, it's got a module that you can turn on strobe mode. And I can have it hooked up to the Bluetooth on my phone. So it can play and do strobes like with the music that I'm playing to. We had a little party over there. Yeah, it sounds perfect for you. Super gay. Super gay. It was great. Super gay. I mean, we had to take part in Pride Month, guys. We had to take part in Pride Month. Yeah, you have to. We were all standing on top of our rigs dancing the... I don't even remember what song it was. Probably Party in the USA or something. I was going to say, it better be Party in the USA. I'm pretty sure it was. Party in the USA. That was a very, very prevalent song over the weekend. Uh, that in 22 by Taylor. <laughs> 22 Swift. is also, those are, yeah. those are like the staple 20... songs. He just has them in his playlist on repeat. <laughs> Wait until 4th of July comes up, and courtesy of the red, white, and blue is just on repeat the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something more American than Toby Keith. I'll win. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we cleared out of that trail, ran up a fairly easy top half of that. And then we we're just doing some trail riding around. I was looking for this trail. It was supposed to be number five. It's called Cheap oh, Trick. This, okay, cheap this trick. dumbass. You're good. Keep going. This dumbass. Uh, I swear to God. Last year, we took a five down a hill. And I we had about a four foot. We had about oh, a four no, foot we- drop off at the bottom of it. And I told him, I was like, you know what? The one thing we should do is make sure we do not run any number fives or sixes downhill. Last night, this dude drops us down into a oh, number dude. five. As soon as turned on that, I looked at Kyle and I was like, this guy's a dumbass. We're all going to be out here for like two hours now because of this. Dude, that was a sick trail to drop down, though. You can't even lie. It was pretty great, actually. That, so it was called Cheap Trick. It was this like number five, and it was like to the top end of a number five. Probably could have been a six, maybe. Yeah, going up, it <laughs> would probably be a six. So there was this. Half of the trail, the top of the trail had a little bit of a split to it. In the middle of the split, there's a burnt-up Comanche. Like, what's left of a burnt-up Comanche at the top of this trail? Oh, did I lose my audio here? Oh, uh, no, no, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Everybody's quiet. <laughs> yeah, we're listening. Last time, I was like, <laughs> yeah, so there's this, this burnt-up Comanche up there. There's, like, no bed, no rear axle. The thing's crushed in. It's all rusty. There's like a little four banger in it with a melted 
intake manifold. Like, there was nothing left. So, like, the thing was on fire, like, real good. And to the side of that, there was a, a full tree that had fallen down over, like, the easier side of the trail, I would say. So, we, yeah. I, had to, I had to do a little bit of work with the 37s to get through this harder, the harder side. And uh, you, like, you drop out of that, kind of curve around, drop down some more rocks. And then there's this kind of this sharper right hand drop down off of this probably like three foot undercut ledge to a bunch of more big rocks. We get everybody through that. Luke loses his coil spring again for the second time in the weekend. <laughs> front? And, uh, yeah, yeah, front coil spring. Right, so. Yeah, he doesn't have limit straps in the front. We've all tried to or get re- Or coil straps. retainers like a normal human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so he loses that, and we're like, oh, we're trying to back him up to get him to flex out, right, to get it in. We're like, dude, all right, just keep moving. We're going to get you down the trail. We'll get to a spot where you can kind of flex it out. Well, we got to a spot where it was kind of close, and then uh, we get me, it, Curtis. Yeah, there were like four of us, Matt. I think Frankie might have come down. We get yeah, four Frank, of us. Yeah. Luke climbs on top of the Jeep and, like, hangs over the passenger side. The four of us push the body up and over. And then our buddy Kyle is up in the front, and he like slams this coil spring back. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, we, hey, what? <laughs> oh, he slammed that thing back in, and we're just like, "Wow, I cannot believe that worked." And this, yeah. one, oh, this right before that. So where he's talking about where you come up and over the rocks, and there's a tree just to the left. I smashed my pass or driver's rear door on it, and. I don't know why. All of a sudden, it just flings open and it's just stuck open. I tried smashing that thing against rocks on purpose. I tried smashing it against two trees. Fucking thing went shut. So we get stopped and waiting for other people to come down the rest of the trail. And uh, freaking Matt is like, oh, I'll slam the door shut and grabs it and yanks it as hard as you can. And I'm standing behind him and this dude just rails me in the chest with his shoulder or with his elbow and like freaking knocks me out like i'm sitting there like coughing trying to catch my breath at this point i'm like dude what in the fuck and we could not get this damn door to shut like the i don't know what you would call that would that technically be a c pillar right behind the door yeah the c pillar right there we tried to every time you would shut it the c pillar would just like crush in a little bit more (laughs) yeah it was like just bouncing off we bent the the latch on the body down a little bit with the pry bar, made sure then, the thing was open. We made sure the actual latch was open, and then Curtis like stuck this pry bar under the door. I on was the, standing on it. Yeah, to pull the door up, and then I like squatted down and just donkey kicked the door <laughs> back into the body, and it stayed shut. And, and I did, I not open that fucking door again. <laughs> I don't know how we got access. I can get the battery access from the passenger side. Oh, it's in the okay. center yeah, of the yeah, back. Right. It's in the center. Okay. Mine's on the passenger right. side. I don't know. So, I, I mean, I could do both, but it more than likely both of those doors are coming off because that B pillar is crushed in. I'll probably end up doing something like what Pambianco has where the double, double yeah, tube B pillar. That'd be cool. And, and just get rid of the B pillars and probably, honestly, what I'll probably do. Hopefully if tubing prices go down, fingers crossed, probably not going to happen, but That's probably not one can help. Happen. I'm basically going to take in from the um, the B, the C, and the D all the way around and cut it, cut all the rest of the body out, and basically turn it into like a buggy or like basically a tube. Turn it into my Jeep. 
more like your Jeep, except it's not going to have any body panels on it. Yeah. Except for the hood and the roof. The roof's going to be the only thing left because I can't, there's no way you, with having You the don't feet, need a roof. Luke, the way that, get rid of all of your windows. As a side note, I know you were talking okay. about that on the last episode. Just get rid of every single one of them. Uh, I'm going to try and keep the windshield. No, get rid of it. Creatable. Get no, rid of it. Put plex, get plexiglass. And make it so Let you me can use my delusions for a little while, please. It is so much of like a relieving experience. I don't know. Relieving is not the word. It's a liberating experience to be running down the trail with no windshield. Is it I'm not, telling you right now, I was totally against not having a windshield in that Jeep. That's why I left the one that was all shat or cracked up in there for such a long time. And I took that windshield out and it 80 plus degrees out and driving down those trails. It's fucking beautiful. You get nice air that blows across you because none of us have AC in our Jeeps. I don't think we no. can talk about this a little bit more when we get to but, my yeah, I don't want to yeah. take away from s'more. Okay. Um, uh, I've been just sitting here. I don't really have a lot to add because it's just cool to hear the story. Like, hey, just wait. The best part of the night, of Sunday night still coming up. Which part? Um. It, oh, well, Luke. We, rental Jeep, Luke. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that here. Oh, we, uh, we get. We, we get, get down we get this to the, trail and out. No, the last there's a there's a pretty good drop at the end of this trail. How that was a tall drop. That was the tall yeah, drop we dropped down that entire weekend. Five, it was probably about five foot drop. Yeah, it was. There was a solid drop. Like we that. dropped down that. I came down. That was the end of my shackles for the weekend. Oh yeah, he hit that. That's what did one, him in. Is one shackle you could literally see every time his Jeep would bounce riding on the trail. The shackle itself was twisting. What, yeah. Like, the bottom part of the shackle where the eye go or where the leaf eye is was actually twisting, not the actual shackle itself moving. Here, I'll, it was, like, it was like pivoting, thing. but the shackle wasn't the, moving. But, yeah, the shackle the, yeah, wasn't the moving. Bottom was half, the bottom half of the shackle where like the ears are to go over the leaf. That's what was moving. Yeah, they were. They were, it was, it's starting to crack. The metal's yep. starting to crack. Yeah, it was. They were cheap to replace. Yeah, they and were then, cheap. They were rough country ones that I got for free. So I'm not even mad. I got like three years out of them. And then we get separated from the rest of the group. And freaking Luke all of a sudden realizes that his Heim is literally pulling out of, of the, his track bar. Of his track bar. So it's like, well, shit, you guys are done. So we went to what the hell is that called? It what was double was whammy. Yeah, double, double whammy. whammy. And I had told Luke and Kyle earlier in the week, weekend, I'm like, you know what? If it comes to Sunday night, everything's going well. I'll let you guys both drive. So we get to double whammy. I think we did uh, Larry's Hill first. I did some stuff uh, on Larry's I think Hill. you did do, yeah. I was yeah, just we went over there and we, I was hammering on Larry's Hill for a little while because I was bored. And then that, I think while I was hammering on Larry's Hill, everybody realized that all of their stuff was screwed up. That, that was when Luke pointed out how bad my... Because my shackles had been bent a little bit earlier in the weekend, and he pointed out how bad they got at that point. And I was like, ooh, I should not be messing around on Larry's right yeah, now. And we're sitting at the, me and Kyle are sitting at the top of Larry's like, why aren't these guys coming up here? And I, so I finally decide to hit the bypass and head back down. And I get down there, and they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, our stuff's all screwed up. We're not doing anything more for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a good time trying to get me out of there if that shackle deleted you know what? itself. Oh, the rear one? You don't need, I, you don't need the rear I one. I told Kyle we had that figured out. 
we would have had to just, figure it out. It I was just going to keep driving is what I was going to do. You know what we would have done? Throw my winch line over the top of the bumper, hook it to your hitch, and pick your back end of your Jeep up. Pull you the don't even off. need it's to. It's a, if that hanger goes, right, unless you're dropping out, you're going to have issue. If you if it doesn't, it'll just rest on whatever the fuck's above it if you've got sheet metal. Yeah, it's, it's just a shackle box. Here, yeah, this, picture's, this picture's coming through in a second. I have a picture of it. Things smoked. Yeah. And so yeah, we Curtis to, was messing around. We go to double whammy, and I'm like, you know what, Kyle? You get in the driver's seat. I go to get in the passenger seat. This dude's like five fuck or fucking five four, yeah. and I'm like, I'm trying to get in. I'm like, what in the fuck? God fuck! It was like when I let Cody drive my Jeep. It was about. It was worse than that. Trying to readjust those cracks. It was worse. Was fucked. Wow. What about me? And uh, when I went up, uh, I don't. Th- I don't think I. Put, I don't think I put my. Uh, Harnesses on until the next time I went wheeling. Oh, which was you gotcha. Okay. I yeah, think I literally good. got in the Jeep at Harlan. I'm like, who in the fuck sat in the <laughs> And you're like, I think it was me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. The last person we, to drive your Jeep before it went to Harlan was me. That's funny. Oh, oh well, I mean, the last person the to strap on. in, yeah, and put the harnesses so, in. Was and it then, at Harlan? What? That was you. Okay. Because I rode with him for a day. Uh, at Roush this year, we got to swap rigs for a trailer too. That's going to be entertaining. Dude, I've I been, talking, I've been talking about doing that with so many people for so long, and it never happens. Hey, I, I know, know it so, won't happen because he can't drive I, manual. No, you'll watch me. I will destroy your fucking clutch and not give a if, shit if can, about if it. If you can oh. fit in mine, you can drive it. Okay. I, you guys, <laughs> I let Graham drive my Jeep. I've let. I've let a lot of people drive my Jeep. My Jeep is basically the whore. It's the rental rig. It really Anyone is. Anyone can drive it. Yep. So I, I go. Oh, sorry. I go. I let Kyle drive it. We go up double whammy, which is a pretty gnarly trail to go up and around. And we come back down iron horse and get back over to double whammy. And I'm like, hey, Luke, get over here. You're driving now. And Luke's like, I'm going to take a different line. I'm like, oh, fuck. What did I get myself <laughs> into? He's going to break my fucking rig. <laughs> And he finally, he gets up the line and we're going up around and we get to the top of Iron Horse. And when we made the corner, the Jeep shut off, which isn't unnormal for it to just randomly shut off if it gets jostled around because the key is loose and like you can hit the key with like your knee and turn it off, which I've done many times. I need to do a keyless ignition on it. I know. Don't tell me. But we get to Iron Horse, it shuts off. Go to start it up, starts right back up. Start going down the first let or the first little hill of Iron Horse, and Jeep shuts off again. I'm like, hmm, that's not good. Sit there, crank, 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 not wanting to start. Go in the back, tap the fuel cell, motherfucker. That fuel cell was like bone dry. So and this, this was, was at like 11:30. Yeah, the point closes at midnight, and we midnight. were leaving, we're supposed to be leaving at like seven o'clock the next morning too. So I, I, we walked all the way down this trail, which is probably about a good 10-minute walk down. Oh, yeah. 10, that's 15 a, minute that's walk a down. pretty and good then, gap in between the two trails. And then back to Double Whammy is probably another 10 minutes or so. So we're 20 minutes in. It's like, a, it's like 1140 at this time. And we get back there. We're talking to them like, all right, I'm fairly certain this Jeep ran out of gas. So we get back up. We just got back to the entrance just as the other guys were coming in. So we stopped them. We had a bunch – or the t- – three people that still had 
rigs that were in drivable condition leave their rigs on the other side of the fence because as long as they were on the other side of the fence we could go right back out but if you came on the other side they locked the gate so you can't get back out kind of like what they do at roush yeah and uh i walk back in and we never told the story about our neighbor at camp our well, camping we neighbor. Get, we we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that one later but we walk over there and the two neighbors are sitting out at their camps so i'm like hey by chance do you guys have any fuel and the one, the one nicer guy is like, oh, yeah, I got some fuel. Here you go. He hands me a five-gallon can. We get back out there. We were on our way out there. I'm like, you know, if this thing starts on the first try, I'm just going to shut it right back off. And we're just going to sit up there and finish the rest of the beer in the cooler. So we get up there, filled it up, go to start it. feeling's not okay, Curtis. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Don't tell me what to do, Mom. That was, that- I wasn't driving. I wasn't driving at that time when I was drinking. I was driving. That obstacle is also like at the backside of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's probably one of the furthest away obstacles, too. So we yeah. get done. I, I get done filling up. I walk up there. I crank the thing over. It turns over, hits first shot. I shut that thing right off. We all sat up there drinking beer and shooting the shit till probably 1 30 in the morning. And then finally decided to drive back. And I did. We, uh, Reed and I were probably doing about 50 miles an hour on the way back from that Dude, obstacle the, the, all the, the way up. Every night we were we were tapping some some speed on the way out of there every single night. It has a nice uh, green kind of like uh, Roush does on the way back, except you don't have to worry about dipshits at one in the morning, so you can do yeah, fifty miles an hour on it's, it. It's a nice big open like dirt road that basically goes into the back of the park. Yep, and it was super nice because as soon as we get up or we're going up the hill doing like 40 miles an hour, whatever, we were just hauling, or yeah, him and I were just hauling ass on the way out there. And we probably sat there for like three, four minutes before these other guys ended up showing up. And, oh man, that was an adventure. Getting Running out of fuel in the middle of the night on the top of the mountain was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Well, they come down, they come walking down from that and they come walking back to us. So we're sitting there and double whammy. And he's like, Hey, we flopped the Jeep. Hey, Luke flopped my Jeep. Yeah. Luke flopped my Jeep. And we were like, uh, what? <laughs> like we gotta go. And he's like, no, not actually, but like we ran out of gas. And I was like, that's not any better. <laughs> no, it's not any better. I thank God that our neighbors had some gas or I would have had to go back out there in the morning to get it. Oh yeah. Which would have been a disaster trying to get home because my trip home, it was supposed to be 11 hours. It took me, let's see, we left at 8. You left I at like, I think you guys left at like 8.30 and we and left. I didn't, I didn't get home until almost 11 at night. It's supposed to be an 11-hour drive with including the time change. Hmm. So it ended up being like 13 Jeez. Even then, we we left at like nine thirty because we were still packing stuff up. And, yeah, uh, we left at nine thirty, and I got home at seven o'clock, and it's supposed to be like seven and a half, eight hours for me. Yeah, it was a disastrous trip home. There was a lot of traffic in a couple of spots on the way home. But um, yeah, so we got that out of there, and we we're just sh- shooting the shit on the top of the mountain, and uh. Oh man, I'm not. I'm not kidding. You know, like our night when we were sitting there waiting for that uh, Toyota, or yeah, it was a yeah. Toyota, right? No, the Toyota the to get right back Grand over Cruiser or something. Yeah, like, and we were just world. shooting the, sh- we were just shooting the shit on the top of the mountain, having a great time. It basically was just like that. Oh, 
I was a, that honestly was like the perfect end to that weekend was doing that. Yeah, it's but now back to the story of our neighbor. Oh so yeah, dude! After I had shattered the windshield, that was set. Saturday. He came in. He came in set Friday. Uh, I think it was Friday. Friday night. Was it Friday? So I shattered the windshield Friday night. Friday afternoon night. Yeah, because I was without the windshield all day Saturday. Okay, so yeah, Friday night, I guess. And we get back to camp about five, six o'clock. And this guy's like, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to cut the windshield out. He's like, there's so much easier of a way to do this. I've cut out like a hundred windshields. I used to work in a junkyard. I'm like, dude, you are so full of shit. There's no <laughs> fucking easy way to get these windshields up. This dude goes over, grabs a fucking Sawzall with a carbide blade, walks over there, stands on the hood of my Jeep. And I'm not kidding you either. If you ever need to fucking remove a windshield, Sawzall with a carbide blade. It will punch right through that windshield, and you can literally sit there and cut all the way around it. It's fucking Good wild. Good I, it blew my fucking mind. I was like, this is so full. You are so full of shit. Your eyes are brown. Like, this is not going to fucking work. And then this dude just starts talking some, like, mad dude. shit. This dude, <laughs> oh. he, he's, he's next to us. We were trying to keep people away from, like, right next to us because we had a couple more people coming in, like, Saturday. And yeah. uh, this dude parks, like, right next to us in the campground with his buddy. It's like a new, it's like a pretty brand new, like 2,500 Cummins with a trailer. The dude's got a some sort of, well, I don't even know what brand buggy it was. Uh, it was a $100,000 buggy. It was, yeah, yeah it, it was an expensive buggy. Expensive build. Some shop built it. Yeah. I didn't even, I don't think I said a word to the thing, but I know one of the first things that came out of this guy's mouth when he was talking about his buggy. He was. No, yeah, we were my, talking about me building oh, were my, you? or building my own rather than having someone else. And this guy's like, well, I'd like to spend some time with my family and whatnot. And then he's like, yeah, but my pockets are as deep as they go. And I turned to him, or I don't remember. Yeah, I think I turned to him. I said, I stuck my hands in my pocket. I said, yeah, my pockets are as deep as they go, too. They're about this deep. Oh, <laughs> uh, And then from there, it just kind of went downhill really, really yeah. fucking quick. There was a whole lot more. I, because I, then his buddy Matt was his buddy Matt was fucking tooted at this point. And they were he both goes tooted, up there, dude. Like, both of them were tooted. Oh, my, oh, my buddy Matt or your or that guy, you, your buddy Matt. Matt okay, was tooted. Yeah. Matt, yeah, Matt was. Matt was tooted. And he, they were just he. This dude was talking some mad shit about. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. And Matt know. goes over there like a fucking fighting leprechaun, getting ready to dude, fight Matt, this dude. <laughs> Matt, Matt does not give a shit. No, this dude is getting ready to fight this guy. And finally, his friend just gets him calmed down and walked away. And for the rest of the weekend, we just, what did we call that guy? I think we were just calling them pockets or something. <laughs> yeah, we just called them pockets sure. for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Every time we referenced it, Holly my pockets are as deep as they go. Yeah, my pockets, real deep. Deep as they go. Deep as they go. Deep as they go. And dude, he was just, I don't think he ever talked mad sh- He didn't talk any mad shit about my rig, but he said something about they someone were, else. They were, no, they were, they were talking some smack about Justin's truck because Justin's towing with a F-150 like oh, a new no, one right and, and it's lowered looks real nice real nice color and everything toes fine he towed 11 hours from texas with no problems you know what the fuck? and they were cool. they were talking smack about this because pockets was like oh yeah if it doesn't have a six seven on the side i don't know anything about it and i was like <laughs> Dude, you read you read the brochure that came with your brand new comments i was like good for you buddy yeah. good for you <laughs> like yeah let me give you a slow clap <laughs> 
Meanwhile, yeah. I'm gonna chill. Oh, his away. friend, his friend that was with him, we nicknamed him the scientist because this dude looked like a mad scientist. Long slick back hair, dude. Like he, he was yeah. he was actually really cool. That guy he was, was actually really cool. He was the one that gave me gas at night. Yeah. The other guy Wait. wasn't going to. Well, he was like, "Oh yeah, that he was talking. He was talking about pockets. He was like, oh, yeah.' When he gets really drunk, he just kind of like starts talking shit.' And I was like, "I think right. that's probably the just all the time." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Do you see who just... you're parked next to? Do you see who you're parked next to? You're parked next to five clap box Cherokees <laughs> that have zero TV channels. This. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think we're what not did here? You expect from us? <laughs> yeah. Well, everything that you expected." It's only gonna get worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like when the thing was running like shit, he was coming over there trying to tell me what to look for. And I'm like, dude, I've already done it. Like, just yeah, we're, we've been through every face. single possible Wait. option. So these guys have seen me when I get upset when I'm working on my shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All of these guys, like I, I was, I was that close to th- going out on that guy like I did on college. <laughs> well, dude, did you see Frankie when I called him over? Oh God, Dude, Frankie, Frankie kind of parked. There was like a median because it was kind of a like a horseshoe shaped area where we were camping in, and we're on the outside like of the horseshoe. Area. Yeah, Frankie's got his rig parked in the middle area because his buddy parked his truck and camper there. Frankie's just standing there messing with his rig or something, and Pockets goes over to him, starts talking to him, asking him what's in what's in the thing, and blah blah blah. Is and that Oh my god, he's started making fun of Frankie's rig because it's like what a three fifty on propane. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a like. Cammed small black 350 on propane, you know, kingpin 60 front 14 bolt rear on the, on the 44 boggers. That's fucking cool, dude. It works, and it's, it's a like K5 pretty, too. It's not a G, yeah, it's a K5. It's what's left, well, what's left of a K5. Well, yeah, what's left of a K5, you know, I think he's got like a 203 205 doubler. The thing works, and this dude comes like over. Old. It's an old school setup, yeah, it's an old school yeah. setup. Leaf springs because yeah. he's poor, but yeah, um. But this guy comes over there and he's like, he talking. S- yeah, he might. <laughs> I think he listens while he's welding at work. So okay, cool. Seems like a cool dude. But uh, Frankie is yeah, Frankie's Frankie's super cool. Frankie you know, is fun to be around. He's kind of like you, Luke. He's freaking autistic. Yeah, well, that's yeah. fine. Um, but no, this dude comes over there and he's talking to Frankie. He's like, "Oh, what do you got under the hood of that thing?" Frankie's like, "Oh, it's a 350. You know, it makes like 300 horsepower." This dude's like, completely nah, I bet that only makes like 190. He's like, no, nah, dude, 300. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then I don't know what they were talking about, but Frankie's dad was there with us, and he was over by Curtis's Jeep when we were working on it. And I like, like turned over to to, to Frank. We we're calling him Frank Senior. I don't know what he. His name's Frank too. But uh, I turn over to him, and he's like, he's like, dude, Frankie is about done. And so I like <laughs> look over there. The look on Frankie's face, and this dude is talking to. He was he was beyond done. So I turn over there and I was like, hey, Frankie, I need your help. You want to come over here for a minute? <laughs> oh, I got to ask. If, he's like, aut- if he's like autistic, right? Does he do the straight face thing where like his mouth goes straight and like his eyes kind of like narrow a little bit when he's getting pissed? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, amazing. he does. Yeah. I hope he doesn't get mad at us for saying this. No, oh, I do dear. the same thing. You can I know. tell when I'm getting pissed because like, just straight just gotta go blank there. Slanky yeah, is like the goofiest fucking guy ever. I, does anybody, uh, Lu, or um, Nick? Do you have a picture of him with his glasses? Sunglasses? Oh, I do. Yeah, hold up with me. 
The glasses make the glasses. The glasses are, are what he's wearing pit vipers or no, no, sir. No, it, this is better, better than that. This is better than that. Baby's I first really, glasses. Yeah, he found these in his parents' basement and took them. Oh, what? dude, I gotta scroll back. I need to see these. Going back to what or when uh, Nick called Frankie over, as soon as Frankie walks over, he's like, Oh, thank fucking god. Oh, dude, here, I'm just gonna send this. This is one of the memes that's on the Waltz page, but oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not- front and center. <laughs> front and center. This is Frankie's face. <laughs> Although, who's the guy who's left in that? I mean, that guy that's was kind of cute. That's me. That's me on the left. Hey, Luke, don't be a whore here. I will kill you. Are we going uh, to get demonetized for that? No, we don't make money mind. anyways. So we're good. Yeah, okay. we gotta go fuck. yeah that's, that was me on the left in that one. That's Frankie, though, with the glasses, dude. These They're like kids' glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was wearing those while he was doing this obstacle. And somebody said, do you guys think Frankie can see anything out of those? And we said, hey, Frankie, can you see anything out of those? He's like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> I can't see shit out of these things. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, when you got oh 44 God. bog dogs, you can drive by Braille, right? No, you can't. You don't hook no, up on anything. No, dude, those things, those things hooked up at our home park that we have in Illinois until it got closed down by uh, DNR. Yeah, because their home park was literally a giant fucking mud bog. Basically, but that, that was the only the thing bog. that worked there. That was literally. the only thing that worked there. Like Dude, I said, I, boggers are great hill killers. That's yeah, all they are. Around. And um, that's what the park was. Muddy hills. Basically, the Cliffs and St. Terrain, if anybody's interested in the name. Uh, you know what but, uh, the bog dogs remind me of? They remind me of the USD stickies after you cut them. Not before you cut them, after you cut them. If you cut them I, right... I was going to say, I told Frankie, those bog dogs would probably hook up pretty well on stuff if he caught every other log. They just don't have enough spacing on them. Yeah, you caught rotating sections of every other log, Yep. and you can get the Atena-style cut, or Aetna-style cut. I don't know why, but my brain reads Aetna as Atena. Um, It's okay. It's the the autism going through. Sometimes autism hurts, and it's okay. Um. But yeah, no, that that cut works really well. I'll talk about that later, but it's weird. It, it and we told him the same thing. Like he tried uh Copperhead. He Frankie couldn't even get up on the ledge, could he? The first um, ledge? Um no, I don't think so. So like they just and they're forty four inch tires, like you'd expect that he'd probably have the easiest chance getting up that of yep. all he, of the he, rest of he us. knows too he's gonna be you building know, another rig before too long because you know what the funny thing is out of all of the other rigs that tried it short of tyler the patagonia's made it the furthest on that ledge they did they did and that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my fucking life i could not believe it that those right. patagonia's actually hooked up and were making it farther because than any there other were in the just 40 uh-huh Pros? Yeah, Justin has the Pro XS's, like the DOT of the Pro XS's. Tyler had the Baja Boss X stickies, both in a 40. So one of them was a sticky and one of them was a soft DOT. Okay. And other, so, other than that one time that Tyler got his front tires up, he yeah. it was not it was not it working. Wasn't even close. Luke was literally the closest out of all of them to make it up. 
Hmm. He wants to go back. He wants to go back. On the um, the Baja Boss stickies. I'm interested in trying some. I'm not a fan after watching Tyler struggle as much as he did on those. Except until I looked at the sidewalls on my tires after I got back and I realized treps are shit. (laughs) I have a massive gouge in one of them. Like, I probably need to pull it off. No, that's fine. They do that. You don't need a vulcanizer. Yeah, that's normal. Is it leaking? No, it's not leaking, but... Then you're fine. Dude, no, it doesn't I will matter. Take, Don't question it. Don't question it. You know what, Curtis? Curtis, I've been told you get that on the big jobs. Yeah, I do get those on the big jobs. That's and what I've been guess told. Guess what? The, the motto of the weekend was, ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> Literally. Ain't got no gas. No, I was just looking at those. I've been talking with Scott Goforth and... Uh, when they come back in stock, depending on how everything's going, I might be trading up to them. So I was just curious. I'm interested in them because that's one. I mean, there's not a whole lot of options for a sticky 37 or 38 yeah. or anything like that. So I was looking for whatever reason, my MTZs, which are a pretty hard DOT tire, they were hooking really well when the sun went down. Hmm. That's weird. Uh, during the day, not so much. During the night, I was not really having a problem at all. Oh, that is. Uh, Which how does, I don't know how that has anything to do with anything. I mean, I, I guess like have, heat of the rock, but I feel like that'd be the other way around. That's odd. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Really weird. Don't know. But either way, I. I mean, I need. I've known I've needed something um, either more aggressive or more sticky or both for a while now, and I'm. Exploring some options, trying to figure out what route I want to go. Yeah. That makes sense. So is there any more stuff that went on at S'more that we should hear about? Because this has been a wild ride as it sits. It was a wild trip. Uh, uh, I, I am looking at your uh, your Leaf Spring Shackle, and I will say, I, oh, had a set of, I had a set of JKS Shackles, which looked very similar to that, and they did the exact same thing. And since I've gone to the crown shackles, I think they're they've got a thicker ear, and it doesn't fold into anything. It's just two. It's basically two plates that are bent, and then they go into the other piece. Um, I think Colin has them on his Jeep, and since and I've seen him smash the shit out of them, and nothing's happened, and I haven't had any issues with mine since. And they're pretty cheap. They're only like 120 bucks or something. Uh, so if you're gonna swap those out i'd throw the crowns on them probably won't have that problem again i was just gonna build my own to be honest i've got some three eighths plate laying around perfect there you go um and i can build those for like buy a pair of bushing, yeah. bu- pair of bushings for up the top end and i'll be good to go i mean i'm, I'm gonna end up linking the rear of this thing uh, yes. so soon thing, enough one thing we definitely forgot about at one point, Friday night, I backed into a tree. Oh, and yes. All of a sudden, I just dropped the video in the group chat or in the um, Discord chat. All of a sudden, I'm like, damn, what is that sound? And I realized, oh, shit, my tire's rubbing. God damn it. <laughs> I get out, I look at it, and you remember, you know how, like, shit's all smashed in. I was using a freaking chat or, a, yeah, channel locks yeah, to, to pull fix, it out yeah. at, to fix it. That all got smashed back into the tires. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. And I had no Just tools. Cut it off. Everybody, had, 
everybody had taken, no, 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 it gets better than that. Everybody had taken off already. I was like, well, I'm not driving any further on this fucking tire. I get out. I look around on the ground. I find the biggest fucking rock I think I can pick up. I pick that thing up. I slam it in there between the tire and that sheet metal. And uh, I get back in the Jeep and uh, Kyle's like, I'm like, Kyle, just tell me when the rock falls out. Throw the thing in reverse and just just drug that rock right through all of that. Cleared it all out. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Body modifications in the middle of the trail at like oh, 11. Absolutely. Right. People pay good money for that. I know. Look at, <laughs> I was gonna say, look at the group chat or in the Discord yeah. chat. You can see the video of it. Oh, boy. It's beautiful. Oh, it was the best body modification I've ever done. Money, money cannot even buy that kind of work. No. No. no, that is the best kind of work. That was impressive. All right, I give it to you. That's pretty impressive. It actually straightened it out pretty well. Good it got it away from the tire. That's all I, that mattered to me. I didn't care at that point. If you haven't realized yet, Cody, I don't give a flying fuck about any body panels on that Jeep. I couldn't. I couldn't tell at all. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> what know. do you mean? Everything is straight <laughs> as could be. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, dude. It's just like mine now, Curtis. I don't have a single straight panel now. Oh, yeah, that's including right. my quarter panel armor. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Whoops. I feel like the only, the only body panel that you give a shit about is the hatch, so that way you can get to your cooler. Like, no, it's smashed in two. Well, we yeah. started playing bumper cars early in the weekend. Like, I think before we even went out on the trails the first time, I backed or I was starting to like slowly back up into Frankie, kind of like what I did to Colin at Harlan. Yeah. And Frankie just matted the gas and just slammed right into the hatch. It just crushed. Like, I had to buy a smaller cooler because it no longer, my one that I had, no longer fit back there. I bought a smaller one, and that one is currently stuck in the back of the Jeep right now because I cannot get it out from the hatch. Like, I'm going to have to figure out a way to cut that hatch off of there. Yeah, we, uh, he picked up a new one when we were at Walmart. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, no, wait. Speaking of Walmart, do you remember what I did right before we got to Walmart? Oh, dude, this was before we even got to the park. We stopped oh, at my God. we stopped at my buddy Matt's house Thursday night to sleep there because he's about an hour and forty five minutes from the park. We get there, we're in the we get up in the morning. We're like, we gotta go to Walmart, get a bunch of food and everything. We're like two blocks from Walmart. It wasn't even a block. It was a block away. It was like a Walmart. block. Like you turn this corner and then you take a you take a you turn a take a left corner and then a right corner and then you're in Walmart. And I go, I go to leave out of the corner. It's a one lane, a turn lane, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like we'll take this nice and wide because it turns into two lanes. Take it nice and wide, and I'm like, not wide enough. I'm looking at my trail. I'm like, oh fuck, that tire's gonna hit. Fuck it, it's fine. It'll curb. It'll go right up over the curb. Nope, fucking tire on the trailer cut instantly, and just as soon as I hit it, you could just see because it had been rainy. You could see the water and air spraying out of it. I'm like, son of a bitch! (laughs) What are the fucking odds? Every single time I curb that thing, it just goes right up and over. The one time I do it, I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah, I was. I'm sitting behind the light watching that. It did. It barely grazed it. It barely grazed. It must have been one of those medians that have like the metal sides or something. Oh yeah, you, you know how sometimes they do that. It. Yeah, it had to have been. We didn't go back and look at it. it had to have been something like that because he barely rubbed it and it just took that side right off. Shredded the tire out. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? Me, me, and my my buddy Kyle was with me at that time in the truck. We looked at that and we we're like, 
Oh hell yeah, dude! Great start. <laughs> I was, I, I was like, son of a bitch. I'm just glad that I have a spare tire along. Go yeah. throw the spare tire on. Check the PSI and the spare tire. It's at 45. Like, you know what? Man. I'm not fucking. Fi- I'm not filling it up. We're just gonna go the rest of the way to the park. I'll fill it up before we leave. I did you ever end up spare filling up? tire on my yes, way I did. to Arlen? Best thing I ever did. Yeah, yeah Curtis. Curtis finally has one because last year when he was going up to uh. Minnesota. Minnesota. No, I was going for Trey's wedding. On the way to Trey's wedding, I must have caught something like a trailer tire or a truck truck tire on the freeway and had cut it. And I don't know how long I'd been driving on it flat before my buddy had pulled in behind me because he was coming from Detroit and I was just driving slow so he could catch up. And he gets to me and he's like, Do you know you have a flat tire, right? I was like, No, I can't really tell. This thing drives like shit anyways. Yeah. He and calls freaking, me. He's like 30 minutes from my house at this point in Illinois. Yeah, and, I'm like, uh, hey, Nick, you got a spare tire? He's like, yeah, I got a spare trailer tire. I was like, is it six lug? No. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up spending like $250 at a tractor supply to get a freaking No, it was tire. farm and fleet. Don't do farm and fleet dirty like that. Okay, fine. <laughs> it was I got $250. tractor supply, so I'll do them dirty like that. Farm and uh, fleet. Bill. The freaking tire on a rim cost $250. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I threw that one on, and I think that was actually the tire I ended up cutting. Okay, I well, looked, maybe, maybe you can do them dirty then. Yeah, I, that was the one I well, cut. Right, whatever. And um, thankfully, for, when I got up to Wisconsin, Trey's like, or uh, my buddy Trey's like, oh, I've got like six spare tires for my trailer. I was like, and he's like, oh, you can just have one. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I have a spare for the trailer. And now I currently have no spares for the trailer and two flat or two tires with fucking holes in them. So go get them fixed. I'm planning on getting a new set of four for them and then getting, so then I'll have two old ones that have new stuff on them. Wait, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, Two spares. While you're at it, Curtis, just get the next load rating up from what you actually need. I do. I do. Do you? Because that's what I did. I had. Well, two- okay, if it was the one from Tractor Supply or from Farm and Fleet, then it was not. But otherwise, I'm pretty sure they're all um, uh, not e- e- rated. No? D's would make sense e- on that trailer. No, I'm pretty sure they're all E's. <clears throat> okay. I think, sure I, 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 think e's. I, I think I bumped up to E's when I got. I'm I pretty had sure. Some, I, yeah. I had the rest of them are E's, and, just- and the one is a D. The one from Farm and Fleet was a D. Yeah, they probably didn't oh, have any. That'll do it every time, have, then. I was going to say, I mean, in stock. no, so. they did not. They, that was the only tire that they had on a six lug rim for a trailer. So it was the only thing I could get. Yeah. Yeah. My spare is a C, um, and my trailer's on D's, but I actually have a spare. So at least that accounts for something. Yeah. My spare is the, the proper rating, not the pretty, not the the next one up so I yeah, mean, it's, a spare. I, it's a spare either way so as long as you have i have spare. curbed no. those tires so many fucking times how in the hell have i not blown one out listen doing that curtis i'm trying to ask a serious question after this trip what is the next thing that happens to your rig go nick oh uh well i want to fix my shackles but after that i'm gonna be probably four linking the rear of this thing Welcome oh, yeah. to the Church of Forelink. It is beautiful, and um, if you want to see my numbers, I would be happy to send over the charts. 
Yeah, Luke likes taking pictures of his numbers. Oh, dude, I got. I got <laughs> can I we answer can just, this? We can just trade numbers. I got numbers on the buggy if you want to see those too. From the far I would love there. to see that. Actually, I'm kind of there's, a nerd for that shit. They're hey, Luke, stupid low. You know what? The only thing I'm doing on my rig. Nothing. Fuel gate or fuel level sending unit. That's okay. it. Look at that. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, know. honestly, Don't I'm leaving, I am leaving yeah. cylinder or injector five and six yeah. plug swap. It's just staying like that. Everything else is nothing's getting touched. I Don't touch washed, those at all. I washed the inside of the Jeep out. I ruined. I think I ruined my radio, which is fine because I have a spare one. <laughs> but we'll just leave everything. No, 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 no. Mine went completely. No, maybe not completely underwater, but it was half submerged. It's fine. If it survives half say, pond water at Roush, yours will survive. <laughs> Yeah, my it, honestly, it should be fine. I'm looking forward to uh, basically letting the Jeep sit in the garage and bringing it out to Roush and not doing a fucking thing to it between now and then. Are you coming? Are you coming down? Works. Hey, are you coming down when we go back down for the fourth, Curtis? Or I don't or know what? yet. I'm not entirely okay. sure about going to Fly Nasty yet. It really right. depends on what fuel prices are like. If they drop, oh, that's okay. yeah, that's fair. Diesel hey. stays where it's at. Not fucking happening. Nick. Yeah. Just a heads up, I know you're about the same distance as Curtis, um, but I'm bullying Jason Ramsey, uh, 99 White X guy yeah, yeah, on I Instagram, yeah. into coming down to AOP at the end, or I think mid-October. Um, October, AOP in October? Yeah. So, Let me Trail look, Crash and mm. AOP go together real well i'm trying to get him down here for that as well because i like that park better than harlan um so if you'd be interested i know curtis is gonna bail but the offer's open to you both the labor day and that well that's gonna depend on fuel prices dude i totally get that because i am like 10 hours from aop yeah, no, I get it, man. Um, I'm going. But that's to October. Rouch. I would be more. It would probably be more realistic for me to make that AOP in October than Roush in what is that September? September, yeah. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm gonna be running myself a little low doing two trips like a month apart already. Listen, I wouldn't be pushing myself towards going to AOP in October if. Especially considering I'm going to Roush in September, but like AOP is an hour and a half from my house, so it's okay for me. How far away I are you totally from? Get it? How far away from you? Like S'more? You can't be that uh, far from S'more. S'more is about eight hours. Oh, is it? Dang. Yeah. Oh, well, um, you're like, are you like what east side of? Okay, yeah, so uh, okay, okay. I'm 45 minutes from the Georgia Alabama border. And go oh. a little bit up into Tennessee. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, that's a bit of a haul then in that case. Yeah, it's not that bad, and I'm willing to make the drive. But like the way that it shook out this year was, um, I had family down, and then on top of that, I had a trip to AOP planned. So I was going to go to AOP for the day anyway. And gotcha. It just. When is that? Sometime in October? It's going to be October. I'm going to hit Jason up and hit up Trail Trash to get it a little bit better planned out, but it's probably going to be a smaller event. Um, As in, like, it would be Jason, Trail Trash's main group, and uh, 
some of the people like myself that I consider tag-alongs. And so probably like eight, nine rigs total. Okay. Um, yeah, I have to keep... cool. Yeah, I was looking at the pictures from when, uh, like, the, the beat and beat. Yeah, and the cool part about that on top, because we know Curtis isn't going to be cool, is we could rent out their cabins that they have there. They're 75 bucks a night, and they sleep four. That's not too bad. There's one. No. There's one cabin to There's clarify. There's more now. Okay, there actually no, is. There were like, there were like yeah. four. When we were there, uh, what are there's you talking about? four of them, and it was just getting the electrical fitted, so two more are operational, from what I understand. There was no furnishings in it, so unless you want to sit in a plywood shack, then I don't know. <laughs> at the yeah, time, like, at the time yeah, of me going, they, they are bit. plywood shacks, but they do have AC. Like They have AC, and they have bunk beds. It's okay. <laughs> you know, for 75 bucks a night for wheeling. It's pretty cheap. It's better than yeah. a tent. Um, but I just yeah, went to... up there. It's I'll fucking an awesome that. park. I feel bad for Graham and Cody when they were down here. They didn't really get to experience what the actual AOP experience is. I got a sliver of it when we went out at night. When we uh yeah. were down on the buggy side, we did one one hill on the way back that was that was a beat down to get up and that was fun. Had I not oh. done that I wouldn't have been satisfied with that uh that that entire trip. But that, that one run back up it, it sort of satisfied the itch, right? Because Harlan I was expecting it to be like Harlan the entire time. And I definitely have said this like three times over the course of however many meet and beat episodes we've done but uh i was expecting it to be a rev bomb to get anywhere blow the guts out of my new 60 that i just built and set the pattern up perfectly uh you know i thought it was just going to be an absolute mess um and it wasn't and it was kind of weird it was like by the way welcome back curtis you still muted so that's not welcome back yeah, he's not back yet. Now he's I'm back. back. I'm sorry, guys. I left my fucking dog outside for the entire time we've been doing this. I'm just glad he didn't run away. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I stood up. I'm like, Cujo, where are you? He didn't move. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's still outside. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I'm, you I'm probably going to get fucking PETA called on me. <laughs> now you're fine. Uh, carry but, on, Graham. I'm sorry. Hold up. Wait, I want to interject with something about AOP and him blowing the guts out of that. Graham, if I have not blown the guts out of my Dana 60 yet, I promise you that you will not. Okay. I mean, do you do, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I understand that, that, next, yo, that gear set was fucking dumb. Hold on. Curtis, you say that, but you've, I've never seen you front dig ever. Ever. I think you front digged over the weekend, didn't you? I was I went through Rocky Road doing front wheel drive. Yeah. Okay, but do you have a rear like a can you lock your rear brakes? I cannot do that. If I could, well, I would I should get I get should a line get lock. A line Come lock. on, be cool. I gotta wire. So I know, to I be should. fair, to be fair, then that means that Graham's front end would probably see more force than yours. The poor so, fifty. It didn't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Such as something to consider that he may blow his before you because if he does that, it's going to produce a lot of torque on that front end and then it's just going to take what it gets. But it doesn't see any more torque than you would in... It technically you shouldn't were, see any more. Uh, no, I don't know. Does yeah. the auto... like the auto must cushion it somewhat. 
I was going to say, if, okay, if you guys go and watch the video of me going up Copperhead, I think one of the only reasons that I actually got up is because when I hit that, I think it actually stopped the, tr- or uh, was like um, binding up in the transmission and it actually stopped the tires from spinning. Because <laughs> as soon as I hit that ledge, it kind of just like stopped right there. Like you didn't see the, t- the tires were spinning and then they stopped spinning and I kind of just like went up and over it. Weird. That sounds yeah. like auto transmission magic, which I don't. Understand. Yeah, I I don't understand it either. Like it hit the point where the torque converter wasn't able to lock or wasn't locked up anymore because I know with my shifter, one two doesn't lock up, three and four lock up the torque converter. So it must have gotten to a point where it hit and it started slipping. Yeah, yeah, that is something. Um, we were bullying Nick a little while ago into coming to AOP, and we're going to try and bully you into it as well. I know that it's a little bit much to ask out of Graham and Colin. Or not, yeah, Graham, Colin. How far, oh, how yeah, far away are they? Uh, 16 and a half hours. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a haul. Um, oh, hey, as long as man. you guys don't take What's-His-Face's trailer again, you guys should have a pretty decent trailer. Oh, no, I took Sean's crappy trailer. Uh... Definitely yeah. not rated for my Jeep, and it did fucking great. No issues. Like, yeah. The bearings weren't even hot. The axles were a little uh, cambered, but not a ton. Did great. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, that's a haul. Yeah, it is. So. About ten hours was rough. Oh yeah, yeah now Roush well, Creek's like a drop Roush, in the bucket. It's like seven hours, Roush, no big deal. Whatever. Roush is you Roush is like twelve for me. So I did a it's I did like a, a Roush Creek round and back to get uh to go get tires and i should have actually stayed there because you know i was literally back in sorry luke i was back in connecticut and jason texts me he's like hey are you still at roush i'm coming this weekend i was like fuck no i'm literally four hours back i've only got a few left to get home or go to cody or whatever whatever i was doing i was like you should have told me when i was there i wish i'd seen it earlier because then i would have stayed and just you know hung out with him for the weekend that would have been a blast he is such yeah. a good dude. Oh, I love wheeling with Jason. Jason is fucking fun and rowdy. I swear to God, though, he's a little autistic because the first time you meet him, you know, he's got to like. Get he he is just you. like the rest of us. No, no. Yeah, he is. He, he fits in perfect. He fits he, in really well. He fits in perfect, but he fits in a little closer to the autism side of things because he's no, got no, no, no. I'll just be bringing everybody first. over to your little autism table over there. Just nah, like, so nah, it's more I'm like gonna do mind. that because I play video games with him, so he can deal with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I'm playing on his alt account, but he's an awesome guy. I fucking love wheeling with him. Oh, man, I look forward to every single trip I get to go out with him because he always brings us on the hardest shit, just like last year at Roush. When we went on uh, the Red Trail, I don't Trail 5. Having him as a guide is just great. Because he knows Roush Creek like, oh, he can get us on the hardest shit out there, and it's just so much fun. Well, that's, you know. There's never a dull moment wheeling with him either. Like, even when we were wheeling with him, uh, God, what was it, summer of 2019? Or the first time I came to Roush? Yeah, the first time. Yeah, the year that we were talking about, like, uh, World War II, just, like, drinking beer. And you mean, you mean when you and I met and we had one of those stepbrothers, <laughs> did you and I just become best friends moments? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that year. Um, 
he was awesome to wheel with then, and like it was. That was my first my, time meeting him. I think one it was of all my of our first times meeting from him. that was uh, the winching of or using his jeep to winch your control arm uh, back straight. God damn it! I we, nobody has a video or pictures of that. I've I never do. seen him shown up again. I, I do. I mean, I have. I could take the arm I have and winch it and straighten it if you want to reenact it. <laughs> I don't think we're um, going to put it under the blue buggy. The, I don't. I don't think we're going to try that with the two-inch quarter wall one. The inch and a half quarter oh, wall yeah, is enough. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> so true. True. Anyways, um, I got invited by Trail Trash back out to AOP, and that was a fucking trip, dude. That was Southern Wheeling at its core. Um, and that's part of the reason I'm being so harsh on bullying Curtis here is he needs to come down here and experience that. He's a northern boy. He can't do that. I know. They got um, cold weather and I don't know. Do you have corn? Is corn no. up north? No. You know a lot of heroin. Heroin? Okay. Yep. Corn, Snow and heroin. Oh. Yep. You Sounds know what like the blast. best descriptor I have is? Um, you know when you go on a Mobel trip, right? Right after it's rained? Yeah. And is this the link to heroin to Michigan, or is this about AOP? This is about AOP. Oh, okay. Just had to... Listen, we all know Southern Wheeler is a slop fest. I think all of us have... I mean... I know. I'm just trying to put it into perspective. It's like... Mobel freshly after it rained, and then you scale the difficulty up another one and a half times uh um, it's like borderline not fun because of how little fucking traction there is but yeah you should yeah. try some northern midwest wheeling if you want to talk about slap no i have never experienced anything like this and he also like, hasn't been to the northern midwest so no i have not but um and you won't be now because the one good slap fest park is closed <laughs> yeah well I'm going to be honest, uh, Choco, Hawks Pride, Morris Mountain, uh, and Gulches are on my list right now. Those That's like are the East places. Coast, though. Yeah, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Like, yeah That's like north as you were going down that list. You want to talk about, yeah. No, I'm northern, going to northern, Alabama. Mid, yeah, that's not the Midwest. Do you know what the Midwest is? Alabama. <laughs> Alabama's the South, brother. Yeah, I'm in the South. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a geography Northern lesson. We got we have Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan. All I Minnesota. know about it is Minnesota. That, is that like you guys don't have the hills. We got the slop though. Yeah, That's for sure. Mud buggy and now, boys. Yeah. Oh, we definitely don't okay, that's have bullshit. shit for hills. We do have the hills here. We do. We do it, have it, the hills. We do yeah. not have rocks. We do not have natural rocks, especially in Michigan. Illinois has some of them. Wisconsin starts to get more. And then once you get to Minnesota, you get some pretty... Minnesota and Iowa have some pretty gnarly wheeling in them, which Wisconsin? I never would have thought that... Um, or Iowa would have wheeling, good wheeling in it. Where is there wheeling in Iowa? Um, you need to ask Trey, but there's a park that they always, or a place they always go to in uh, Iowa. Because I Wisconsin, guess. not it. We've already talked about that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna message Trey a minute and ask him. I wonder what's in Iowa because that's. I wonder. I'm not that far from in Iowa. Iowa. What the fuck is in Iowa? Nothing. 
a whole lot of corn. corn. Yeah, that's where the corn is. We found it. Oh, so the heroin's in Michigan, corn's in Iowa. Got yes. it. No, the oh, heroin yeah. is in fucking Illinois. What are you um, talking about? Yes. Corn yeah. and the coke is in Missouri. Her- is that the heroin's the, the... No, the... meth is Missouri. Uh, yeah. oh. Missouri's meth because meth is cheap. Yeah. So is dude. heroin. You can get like a finger of heroin for like five bucks. How do you know? Here, how do you know how much a dude. finger of heroin is? <laughs> I told dude. you all I do is smoke crack and flick boogers. What do you want? We were at Walmart down there and, and my buddy Kyle's with us and he looks over to me when we're walking around Walmart and he's, he goes, why does everybody that works here look like they're on meth? <laughs> and I was like, that's because they are. <laughs> I was like, welcome to it. Oh, man. Oh, we're just, if somebody could ever write down the different things we've said about each state, it'd be a very weird list. Oh, yeah. So I don't odd. have the time. I think that you need, like, a whole think tank to go through all 82 episodes to compile the list. Um, but the most important one is Arkansas is not real. Illinois is not real. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ask Curtis. Dude, Michigan is fake. What are you guys talking about? Illinois is fake. Michigan is definitely more real than Illinois. Michigan? I'll give you that. Oh, Michigan is 100% more real than Illinois. I don't know if like, talking about. We have yeah. all of the good lakes around. Exactly. Us. That's like the thing. Is it's, it's that the state that's lakes? split in two by lakes. Guess what? Did this motherfucker have... say good lakes? We have oh, motherfucking one with good it. lakes. Big you ever had that nice sandy beach that you get at the ocean? Yeah, ours is better than that. Oh, really? Fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? The, they're literally known for the trash. What do you mean? Great Lakes are trash, dog. That's what they have. <laughs> Actually, the east side of the state where Colin lived, yes, they are trash. The west side's pretty beautiful. The west side, yeah, the west side's good. So the west, the it's like it's like going to the beaches in Illinois. They're shit. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's the it's the east side of the state at yeah. that point. Everything side, on the east side is trash. Yeah. Wait, there's beaches in Illinois. What? No, oh, there's not. The great, oh, are for the Great Lakes. I, oh, okay, you dropped as a child. No, Me? it's the crack. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay, so to be fair, I thought uh, Indiana went higher than Illinois. I didn't realize that they had. Like, technically, a Indiana has really nice beaches too, yeah, because they're on the west or the east side of the lake, not yeah. the west. Anything on the west side of the lake is shit. Anything on the east side is great. So, like Canada on Huron and Erie and uh, Ontario, Erie is nice. But they have nice beautiful the- beaches on Canada's side, but not on Michigan's side. No, it's all it's super rocky. It's really, really weird how it works. But like where I live, the beach that we go to, or Lake Michigan Beach, is fucking beautiful. Illinois is, beach, Illinois beaches are fake. Basically, they're like fake wheeling or fake. They're country. like they're like man-made beaches, basically. Yeah, and ours are just natural, like sand dunes. Where you get that nice, real silty sand, like basically, it's basically like pool filter sand. And that's Illinois is Illinois is like if the Salt Bay dude just dropped a little bit of sand, like on the coastline. <laughs> you know, that's about so, it. So <laughs> like a little bit of. <laughs> can we talk about wheeling? Yeah, talk about something. So bring something up, Richie. You know we're having a yeah, fun let's, gaming let's, conversation. Uh, you haven't it. said shit. Let's hear it. Episode. Talk <laughs> shit about what we're talking about. Suck, start a shotgun. Fuck you, Richie. Whoa! I'm joking. Tell me about your Jeep. What'd you fix? I didn't fix anything. I found out my uh, shift linkage for my transfer well, case. 
<laughs> Last episode you spoke about it, but you didn't really get into it. What ended up uh, being the cause of fixing your Jeep? Your Jeep? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I said it in the last episode. It was the mass airflow sensor. Yeah, we did talk about this, I think. Oh, but I didn't think we... Oh, either. well, fuck. I no, ain't we listening. Did. You weren't paying attention, oh. clearly. Well, I was thinking about the beaches in Illinois and the salt, but it's fine. And oh, crack. I got <laughs> registered this weekend, took it out, and uh, it won't stay in four low. Okay, so there are two things, in my opinion, that will lead to that. One is transfer case linkage. Two is engine and motor mounts. Uh, or Sorry, engine and transmission mounts, uh, both of which are relatively cheap to fix. Like, you could do the motor mounts and a transmission shift linkage for under 220 bucks. Yeah, uh, I already ordered a... Uh, literally just... At the beginning of all this, I ordered a Azzy Designs shift linkage. And the motor mounts, I was just going to go to the parts store and pick one up because I'm cheap. Don't do that. That's coming from personal experience. I swapped to just some like OEM replacements. Brown dogs. Brown yeah, dogs. You brown get, like, dog. Brown dog or Iron Man or anybody else that makes some nice poly ones because my drivetrain moves around so much. You can be running down the trail in four low, put your hand on the TK shifter and let things just move in back and forth. Mm -hmm. are, are you telling me you're not supposed to be able to see your engine lift like three inches when you rev it? I mean, that's what I'm used to, so yes. <laughs> oh, well, then the fuck? <laughs> mine's golden then. Yeah. By my standards, it's fine. By anybody else's, I don't know. Hit or so, miss. Fucking fine. Guys, my brown dogs are like eight years old, and they're still holding strong. Like, how I'm many? How many? Old? How many years is that in dog years since they're? That's like twenty something. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> that, that's like <laughs> 80, 90. You got to talk about other things or Richie's going to get mad. So we got to move <laughs> on from that dog years. Uh-uh, Bardot. Yeah. Conversation. Move it along, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rich. You just had to poke fun. Um, I was just saying. Uh, I mean, you a little bit too passionate about sand. <laughs> but why not? I mean, shit, they're like 20 bucks for the stock ones. Why not just fucking run them until they go bad again? Like, they why does it go bad like weeks so yeah. but okay so but get... brown dogs are like six hundred dollars for the whole set with the no no no, no 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 that's, that's, why, I said, that's I why i said that's why i said iron man iron man makes them too now and not to mention like my t case mount and uh my uh actual well the trans mount and the t case support bracket on the back of it are basically all almost solid mounted not quite i mean they do have rubber bushings in there but they're Just not just solid mount everything like I did with the buggy, and you won't have that problem. Yeah, if you solid mount it, it doesn't move. Yeah. Ooh, your Jeep vibrates. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Free massage. Oh, you guys want to hear about, you guys want to hear about something fucking ridiculous about things rattling? So my buddy no. Buckley. Oh, did you see? Did I ever post it in Lonely Boys what he did? I don't know. Did I post? I think okay, so I this vaguely remember something, but I don't remember what it was. I with no. the class. Oh, fuck I you. Said no. So he literally had this noise in his Jeep. He was he hated it, hated it. It kept rattling, rattling. It turned out to be his exhaust. The exhaust was rattling on his fucking cross member. So instead of like denting the exhaust or whatever to make it fit, 
This dude took a chunk out of his goddamn cross member to make his exhaust fit. It blows my mind. Like, don't get me wrong. I give him credit. He's trying to, uh, he's trying to finally do like work without asking other people about it, which I'm proud of him for. But goddamn, the fact that he took out a massive chunk from his cross member simply for the exhaust just fucking kills me. I can't stand it. I mean, I took I'm just chunk wondering out of my why would you take something out that's structural to the vehicle rather than denting something as stupid as the fucking exhaust. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just had well, to share that because it literally, I, I was had a fucking aneurysm when he told me. I'd That's lose my shit on my friends if they did that stupid shit. Yeah. I'm Luckily, to, all right, Curtis, I, I'm, I'm I, cutting I my cross member in half for better clearance. <laughs> I would expect some of my friends to do that, but I would light them up or something fierce over that. I mean. I appreciate taking a step towards doing something cool, but that no. was the wrong step. The that was a step in the cool. hack bar direction. <laughs> well, you got to go in the hack bar direction before you can have a hack bar. I, I, guess, so, I guess you got you know, you, you to just make set the, stupid the bar mistakes. really low. Yeah, before you make the... You go really high, everybody's like, shit! Yeah. You, you can't win charity tires or, you know, have a piece of shit not straight rig which is fine uh <laughs> until you make a hack bar and everyone flames you it's it's just right of passage you have to get flamed before you can build a great rig you have to have that incentive to show everybody that you're not a complete and utter retard anymore <laughs> my favorite compliment on my rig still comes from curtis and it was that time he crawled under it at roush and he's like Wow, this thing is really cheap. But I can't fault anything that's going on under here. I can't fault anything <laughs> that's going on, but it's fucking cheap. And that sounded really conceited and douchey of me at the time. I was like, I didn't really mean it like that, but like, yeah. <laughs> that rig showed up and showed out. Yeah, I don't think I've got. I don't think oh. I've gotten a good flame session. <laughs> No, because nothing you've done. Oh, uh, Dana 30s under your buggy is a flame set. Right <laughs> no, it's not. The first time you bring it out and you snap a rear axle shaft, I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off at you and make Dude, fun of you for the rest of the gonna, day. It's going to be fine. Did anybody ever contact Ricky Barrett to talk to him about his 30 buggy? Shoot, we did not. We need to do that. I talked to him on oh, Facebook. I talked tried. to him on Facebook, and he his has been doing spectacularly given the circumstances. We have tried, um, but Barrett Fabrication has literally been slammed nonstop since. I believe, I believe that. Um, so I think I spoke to his wife about that, and she was super cool about it. But she's just like, "Yeah, no, he's busy like every night, and we have not caught a break, other than when we go wheeling. And when we go wheeling, we dig a hole for ourselves." So, like, I kind of just let sleeping dogs lie with that one. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, maybe maybe one day. His seems to be doing good, but, I mean, I got inflamed enough for having that rear 60, but did did I not have zero problems with it, Curtis, over the weekend? Again, you've had zero problems with it. I mean, we, we can't really fault him for it, because let's be honest, Colin has a rear 60 SDU, so it's a semi-floater. And it's been bent for as long as I've known him. 
And mine's a, mine's a fucking bent. Mine's a full oh, floater. So mine's a full floater sixty. Dude, I was oh, beating wow. on it pretty pretty good, wasn't I? I thought I was doing. Uh yeah, you probably beat on it hard enough that it should have broken. Yeah. I really don't want to know what those shafts look like. The, the only time that I've had a problem with it was the undercut ledge at Badlands. That's where I've broken both times. Mm. Yeah, that undercut at the Badlands is pretty nasty. I mean, you could basically fit a full-size 40-inch tire under it. Yeah, that, that's where I've broken both of those shafts. But I, and I've, I've not... I don't, I don't know if they're... They might be a little twisted, but I'm not going to pull them out to find out. I'm not pulling my 14 bolt shafts out. I don't want to know what they look like until they break. Yeah. Deal with it when they you break. Just put a, I've seen pictures of people taking a line. Like, they draw a line on the shaft, and you can watch the line bend. Just Yeah. It'll twist as it goes. Yeah, bend as my, my, pro my problem is I get the cut-to-fit shaft, so there's just, like, an, ex an absurd amount of spline on it. Mm. Yeah. And so the, it, it twists that whole section and then pops it like right at the end where it goes into the carrier. That's annoying. Can yeah, you not, top uh, cut to size? Or like not, for a not for a thirty swine. <laughs> oh well, I guess well at least through nitro, which I'm not. I'm not going to be buying nitro anymore. I'm going to be switching over to Yukon when I do I, the thirty five swine upgrade. Out, come visit me, and we'll take care of that. Yeah, that's oh. what I'm planning on. Hey, where am yeah. I? Uh... Um, ball joint eliminator, eliminators, Curtis. Mm. Gotta take care of those first. <laughs> um, I didn't I, wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta say this <laughs> sorry. so that I could make you a set of them, and I did not do anything to them, and I threw them back in. I, I, in complete honesty, I need to redesign the lowers, they mm. need to have some sort of uniball in them instead of just being on like a shaft with a bushing. Mm -hmm. They need to have that in there, or they're never. It's never going to work properly. So I need to have the time to go through and do that. So it's going to have to. Yeah, unfortunately, it'll probably be uh, like, I, end of wheeling season. Yeah, my my normal ball joints are doing fine. I didn't buy the Honestly, cheapest ones. I, make, I bought the I cheapest ones. I can make <laughs> yourself uppers just fine. They they work great, but the lowers are the ones that need to get redone. Mm. All right. When are you gonna, when are you gonna so, make me a doubler case, Curtis? Well, when are you gonna lick my fucking nuts? <laughs> <laughs> On a much more likely note than that. Um, wow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick. Uh, when it comes yep. time to go to the thirty-five splines in the rear, hit yes. up at Prater underscore TNZJ and tell him that we sent you over. He'll hook you oh, up. Let me uh, write that down. I'm not going to remember that. Oh, okay. All you're right. for sponsorships. Wow. No, me? No, no. You're not. You're not sponsoring me, Curtis. Uh, yeah, we're I thought you were my. I thought you were my sugar daddy. <laughs> I'll, I'll sell you my old doubler when I build a new one for myself. That's fine. Good I'll sell you. But, uh, hey, at yeah. least you. At least you paid me back for a Walmart. Has nobody else paid you back for that? <laughs> no. I probably owe Kyle money too for that. No, the way the way I factored it, Kyle was set. I'm just waiting on Matt to pay me back now. You know what's fucked up? I bought a bunch of stuff for that weekend. I didn't even take it home, and I didn't touch it all weekend. Did you eat those snacks that I gave you for the way back? Oh, dude, I downed that shit. Yeah, That's all I ate all day long. What was this tag though? Prater or something? Prater. 
at Prater underscore. Like D E R Prater. P. Uh, let me just pull that back up real quick. I've got it pulled up on Instagram. P R A T E R underscore T N Z J. And tell him that we sent you over there. He'll hook you up with uh, close to dealer pricing on East Coast Gear Supply. So he's a dealer for them. Super nice guy. And he's been on the podcast. We've been pushing as many people as we can to him and Chad Bartley. Um, But he's who I'm going through when it comes to my axle upgrades. Because I'm going to 35 spline outers with uh, flanges. So he's going to be getting some business out of me soon. Nice. Yeah, I'll be doing the 35 spline before I go to a sticky or a, just a bigger tire. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, after I, once, my lo- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Once once I do that, I don't think I'll have any problems with that 60. I could probably run a 40 on it and be okay. It's life after you go to a bigger tire. Oh, just yeah. I'm not... I'm, cars and drive like a dipshit and you'll be fine just don't what you cut out for a sec don't buy mtrs and don't drive like a oh. dipshit fine well i i can do one of those at least what's that not buy mtrs yeah <laughs> you may or may not probably see me with my tires in the air again <laughs> hopefully we hey got hey, Nick's rolled the farthest. He beat me. I've only ever gone onto my side. And then Luke uh, the door and needed the whole goddamn door at Colin. <laughs> hey, yeah. Colin needed to catch that door. It was fine. It made his life better. Dude, that doorway as much as that kid does. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. We dropped something can't. on him every trip. We dropped my uh brake drum shoe on him. Oh yeah. <laughs> I stood up into his winch line while we were sitting out, while you and I were just chilling out there. While, yep. never mind, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> what? Uh, you guys so mean to Colin because he deserves, he deserves it. it. <laughs> Colin earned all of this. He's a great kid, but like, it's just you, fun to be mean not, to him because he's I, such a no. An he just he deserves general. all of the shade. He throws it just as hard. Yeah, yeah. like when I rolled my Jeep and he tells me, oh, just, oh, oh. Oh, I just start it, Hydrolux. <laughs> you know how it sounds like shit every time I started it after that? Yep. Run a wise shit. Why? Broke one of the bolts off in the starter and cracked the other one free. Oh, that'll do it. That'll yep. do it. Yeah. I found out I was fixing shit and I was checking clearance on my upper control arm because I had made new lowers that were straight, which... I got to take pictures for you guys of what I did to clear the unibody. It, it, it was, oh, did you notch the unibody? Shit right there. Fantastic. Oh, this is fantastic. Was, this is more prime <laughs> Curtis body work. It was, it was Walt body work at its best. This was when yeah, Walt body work loading my Jeep for finishing my Jeep and loading out the trailer at 11 o'clock work before I leave at 4am to go to Missouri or to leave for s'more. It, Fucking mint, mint body work right there. Or it's not even body work; it's framework. Do you want you want to talk about the like weld glob that's like a no, just six, shut sixteenth of sixteenth of no. an inch? From t- no, 
there's a gouge in the control arm from the weld glob. Is there really? <laughs> oh my god! Rotating the control arm, sitting on that weld glob, I was rotating it to spin it out, and there is a gouge around the control uh, arm, spinning out. We're not going to talk about that, but I kind of feel good. Uh, I realized that my upper control arm was hitting the starter, and I kind of just like pushed on the starter, tried to stick my fingers between the starter and the starter, like lifted up. I'm like, what the fuck? And I real, I went and like grabbed one of the bolts and like the whole bolt came out. I was like, and like, you could see it was cracked. I was like, are you kidding me? Fucking Colin was the first thing that went through my head. <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, then and there. That was from Harlan. When Colin told me, Oh, just start the Jeep. It'll be fine. It was fine. It didn't break. You guys know what's even funnier? We checked uh, compression on cylinder six, 135 PSI. How'd the oil wow. in there? Probably valve seals, to be completely honest. Hey, Curtis, if it makes you feel better, the best compression in my motor is 118. Yeah, that's pretty bad, bro. You I know what the best is? The best is when you don't check it and don't know. Yeah, don't same. care. I was going to say that. Great. Just like your trans temp, dude. Don't need what you that. don't know will not hurt you. <laughs> it can't break if you don't if it can't tell you that it's hot. That or yeah, it's not exactly. the right way to say that, but you know, can't tell you it's hot. Yeah, dude. the less the less you know, the better. Mm -hmm. Hey, I like my manual because my manual doesn't tell me. It doesn't tell you anything. You're right. It doesn't tell you when they're <laughs> yeah. It's good. <laughs> Broke. Doesn't tell you what the fluid level is either, or that it's filled with water. Yeah, that was. Good. I, I've said that too much, so I didn't want to. But uh, yeah, that. <laughs> All right, Luke, you were talking about AOP. Uh, I know you you were bugging me to to round that back there. Yeah. So, um, Morgan's sister was down, and some stuff went down. Her dog got sick, and we had to fly her back. So I wasn't sure if I was going to AOP. I woke up at like 3.30 that morning. Um, and I drove all the way up to Knoxville, which is at the other end of the state from me, basically. Um, it's Knoxville on one side, Nashville on the other. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm going to go home. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going wheeling. Trail trash is out there. It's going to be better than what I'm dealing with now. Um, so I got home at like 7 o'clock. I took a hour and a half cat nap and then hooked the trailer up with the Jeep on it and we went to AOP. Um, I have to say, hands down, that was the gnarliest and nastiest beatdown that that rig has seen in probably two years. Uh, I know it was in the shop for a year, but the last year that I was wheeling it, it was fucking harder than anything I had done to that rig since. Uh, we showed up to the park, and it was trail trash. Um, Eddie was already broken. Fucking, he was riding around in a side-by-side -side being Eddie. Uh, Dwight was in full form. So that was awesome to see. Like, uh, the videos don't do him justice. Um, 
And then John and Casey were in top form as well. They were out and about hitting stuff, and we ended up hitting the trail. I brought a kid that moved down here for work from Connecticut. He's in the he worked for the same company as me and he's in the same line of work as me. But he's like, yeah, I've been wheeling before in up in Connecticut and like I was in a Jeep on 31s, but it had two lockers and we did stupid shit in the woods and I'm like, "Okay, dude, you're more than welcome to take my passenger seat." We'll get back to that, but um so Graham and Cody, you guys will recognize this. We went in on trail one and we ended up having to divert off of trail one to get around. Um, you know, that section that you come down where it's really off camber and washed out if you're coming out of trail one. No. Okay. Um <laughs> Well, there's a section of Trail 1 where if you are coming into it, it is a probably 25 degree angle, which isn't that bad, right? Like in a wheeler, you know, you hit stupider shit than that. But we took the bypass and we went up past where you rolled the quad, Cody, uh-huh. um, on that trail. I could not even get started up that secondary bypass that we all walked that day. I hit rev limiter in first, just trying to get into it, and it w just kept denying me. Oh, no wow. matter where I tried to hit it from, wasn't going to happen. Um, so we went up that green, and then we hooked up with trail 41, which was mm -hmm. that main trail that we hit. Yeah. Um, and Trail 41 took us, I shit you not, two and a half hours to get up. Wow. God damn. Um, but it was just... Like 20 minutes with us yeah. just sitting around at the top? Yeah. A lot of that was us just doing that, sitting around at the top and reforming the group. But getting into their John uh, more with the green XJ and the hybrid cage with the LS sliced a sidewall. So we ended up, uh, stopping for that, but to get up the actual trail itself took us about an hour and change just hmm. because of how wet it was. Everything was a rev limiter bump fest. Like, so the first time this kid's ever been out in a rig on forties, He's getting to ride up trail 41, bouncing rev limiter in first and second gear. And, um, you know, that was kind of cool. So we make it up trail 41, and then we kept going up 41. It ended up at the top of 41. Um, and we got to watch some rock bouncers play around, which is... That is something in and of itself to watch when you get someone with like a 427 and a supercharger just beating on it and getting airborne everywhere. That's a cool experience. Absolutely. I, I can agree with that. Um, but I cannot state the level of fucking stupidity it took to get me up 41. It was... 
it was wild, dude. Like, um, my rig was running at 220 degrees the whole way up that trail, and John, uh, what the fuck is it? Not Moore. Oh, God. Jonathan my brain Moore? is slipping. Uh, no, not Jonathan Moore. The guy that's got the blue buggy um, on the 14 bolts. Uh, no anyways, uh, this guy's spotting me up stuff, and it's just like becoming... Basically, you're going to cut left, and you're going to hit rev limiter, or you're going to hold rev limiter, and the second you feel it start to grab left, you're going to cut full right, and you're hopefully going to make it up it. Um, I dented three rims in on just 41. And that then, sounds about right. That's what Super yeah. Steelies do. Yeah, basically. Um so we cleared 41 and there's a guy who listens to the podcast and I'm sorry, dude, I forgot your name. It was super cool watching your rig, but he's got a 408 LS stroker and a Rockwell buggy on 43 stickies. That sounds uh, rowdy. Sounds kind of us. It was super fucking rowdy, dude. Um, so we went to the waterfall and... I was following Dwight and Dylan up. And Dylan's going to become super important later. We'll get to that. But I went to go and slide in behind, uh, I think it was Dwight. And I asked him about the trail and I got told to just not even bother. I was going to set myself up for failure. So I park my rig and we go to walk up it. Um... PNTJ is the guy's Instagram name. He was leading 43SXs, Super Duty 60s on a TJ with a 2.5 liter. This dude is putting the hammer down to like absolute rev limiter everywhere that we were going. The waterfall, the initial step in is a seven and a half foot tall ledge that you have to basically ride your rig on its side up, which my rig would have been able to do. The problem is, as you continue to go up, it gets worse. Um, and there's this dirt hill that you have to climb out near the top. And this dirt hill has a... I shit you not if you're standing on the bank an eight foot deep hole that you have to crawl through or bounce through to get up. Um, so we end up winching him through that. Dwight ends up slotted up next. And Dwight, uh, that dude knows how to put on a show. He's honestly better than some of the rock bouncers I've watched. Because he just stands on it everywhere he goes. You can start seeing the headers glowing cherry by the time he's done with the beatdown. And um, he's coming up the waterfall. There's a little bit of a sketchy section. And I ended up spotting him through I, it. Not... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> about uh, headers glowing cherry red. I figured out why my headers were glowing cherry red when we were at Harlan. Because Mike. you have horrible timing issues with your vehicle Stroker thing. 
No, cam. you shut the fuck. You guys shut the fuck up, you sluts. <laughs> well, tell us then. I was messing around because I had to redo the exhaust because I smashed it at Harlan yet again. I think this may have been the only trip I did not smash my exhaust on. And I was uh, digging around, doing it, taking the header off. And I went to go pull the O2 sensor off. The fucking O2 sensor was almost all the way out. Oh, mine do that all the time. That means nothing. You're fine. That's why I bitch I don't hear it. Well, that's, that's... I don't think that's the O2 sensor's fault. Mine doesn't do that. <laughs> mine are like hand tight I have to tighten them every trip it's stupid maybe, maybe it don't work <laughs> they might not you're very well right there I'm sorry Luke for interrupting I raised oh, my all good. light adult <laughs> um, I'm in class so I've gotta say Dwight once you actually get his attention fucking amazing person to guide up a trail he listens really well, and you can just be like, hey, I want you to try this. This is what I think is going to happen. And he just, he follows the line. It was super cool watching that. Uh, because most of the time he wants to bounce stuff, but when he wants to crawl it, that boy can crawl shit. It's weird to watch that dynamic happen, where you go from glowing headers to, like, just crawling up shit. So, anyways, uh, I remembered the guy's name. It's Todd. Uh, Todd comes up in his single-seat rock bouncer chassis buggy, and he's hitting stuff uh, on this waterfall trail. He makes it up past the first obstacle without any issues, and then he goes to cut up the side of the trail, and he ends up getting a tree pinned up against his ORI. Um, which is, you know, is not a, eyes? yes, we said eyes. It's not oh. a cheap little fuck up there. Yeah, we can so, get into that. He, Later. um, we ended up getting him off of the ORI through gratuitous amounts of rev limiter, which by the way, on a six liter sounds fucking amazing. Um, and he ends I up going small blocks on open headers. Make my PP hard. <laughs> I did you not? Did you see those videos I sent in the Snapchat in the Drive Fast chat of my brother's cars? No. Oh, you missed out. Oh, too bad. Okay. Sorry. So, very nice fine. small block sounds. Um, picture small block through I think race bullets dumping behind the driver's seat. Fucking fantastic. Uh, with a nicely tuned 6 liter. Um, 43 Mickey stickies. He's getting down with it. We ended up getting him out of there. Um, but to get him out, he ended up getting turned around in the trail and he dropped onto his drive shaft. And that's where the dude with the rock bouncer comes in. He ended up helping him winch out after he split the drive shaft. And getting him out to the main trail. So this guy comes in. He's got two and a half ton Rockwells. 43 SXs. And I'm going to guess a 600 horsepower small block. He hits this trail. Bounces up the first section. Clears the second section. Gets to like the divot. Where you have to. That 8 foot drop in. And just fucking 
bounces through that, and that was cool enough to watch. Gets up past there, and there's a like a slab rock or whatnot, a slick rock, if you will, at that point, because of the amount of people that have been up it with uh, mud on their tires. Fucking barrel rolls it back onto the wheels. And I think Eddie shared a video of that. Um, That's why I was just going to ask if there was a video of this so we can see this. Yeah, I will go and take a look at that right now um, and see if I can put it into the chat. But this dude barrel rolls it. And when I say barrel rolls it, I don't mean barrel roll like um, horizontally. I mean like tire over or front axle over rear axle is the best way I can describe it. So, so a backflip? Yeah, so not a barrel roll, to clarify. So, so <laughs> that's a barrel roll. That's no. a, yeah. Bro did a kickflip. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's a... Impossible. Yeah. Backflip? What I mean by that, Cody, pinwheel? is that he... Yeah, it was like a pinwheel <laughs> on its side. Uh, oh, a backflip. I'm so confused no, not right a now. A barrel roll is Sorry, side, you side over side. A, yeah. a backflip is front okay. over back, and then a gainer would be the same, but you're going forwards. So front axle comes up. Yeah. Buggy pivots sideways. Front axle clears over rear axle, comes back to front axle, and the rig settles out. So that was uh, like an a, that was like an actual kickflip. He did like a flare, is what you're saying. Backflip it with uh, a 180. No, Something that's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, he did, he did a he did a sick trick, is what he did. <laughs> he did a sick trick. It landed on its like wheels again. He shuts it off, gets out, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm overheating now. Give it five minutes," and then he hops back into it and sends it up the same spot on the mountain again. Um. And, like, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm distracted. If you guys want to go off into a tangent, I'll find the video. But, tangent about what? I don't know. Fucking fill in the Whatever, you know, meth and corn. Like, <laughs> where is editing? We're just making editing, though, and I could just cut it out. <laughs> Cody, we don't make edits here. It's, it's totally raw uh, every time. Dude, we're doing this shit live, boys. <laughs> Oh no God. edits. None God. of this bullshit. You make too much work for yourself. Um, All right. So, 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 so. This is a perfect time for the uh, O2 sensor thing. Yeah. I'm sorry for interrupting, Luke. I'm a terrible This human. is not a perfect time, Curtis. That was like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that video, and it is now in the podcast chat. Um... It's fucking wild to watch. Oh, I have to sign in? Look at this. Oh my god. This poor boy shit. I'm sorry. Oh, it's on Facebook? Yeah, it's on Facebook. I can't help you that much more. That's a kickflip. But... Is a it kick a kickflip? That's a kickflip. I thought it was pretty decent. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's uh, definitely a no, trick. That's not, no, that's not, that's not a kickflip, I don't think. That's like a... On a kickflip, you hit the back of the board. It spun up and around, and then went like backwards. So that's like uh, it's a really slow kickflip, I guess. Then okay, oh, yeah. 
I'm sorry, people can't make a freaking buggy go as fast as a skateboard doing a kickflip. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Did you not see the video of Rob's roll down potato salad oh, hill? That, that was, was pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> that was pretty but, quick. You know, so we got to watch the buggies go up that hill, and that was pretty why cool. Why didn't you take your race? That is so far from a fucking kickflip. There was no rotation. It was just up, pivot, down. I'm not a skater boy, all right? Give me a break. See you later, boy. Yeah, come on, Cody. What skater move is it? There's no skater move. That's more of like a snowmobile move. He just went up, turned in the back down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He went up, backwards, and then flipped. There was no flip. He was on the back of the bumper. There was but he no fell to the side. That's that not a flip. Okay, you know what? It's like you. a half-ass, <laughs> like, I don't even. Maybe it's an ollie. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he was taking notes from that new Top Gun movie. Do you think he watched that before he went out? <laughs> Do like a, I don't even know what that'd be called in airplane terms. <laughs> that'd be Luke territory right there, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't actually have a good answer for that. Um, but it was just cool to watch because I'm looking at it from the opposite angle, and all I see is that front axle come over the rear axle, and then he just ends up on his wheels, spins it around, and shuts it off. That was my view on it because I'm watching from... If you're looking at the point in the video, I'm in that gully all the way at the bottom. No, so you uh, uh, you were going to get squished is what you're saying. I was so far away from it that I wasn't going to get squished, but yeah. It was yeah. It okay. was wild to watch. It's um, just called a front row view is what that is. <laughs> yeah, basically. So after all of this stuff happens, um, Dylan, whose last name will escape me, and it kind of pains me that it does, Casey, John, and myself split off, and um, we went to mouthwash. And this is where my trip gets wild. Um, so... I was in the back of the line behind everyone uh, just due to the way it worked out. There was a couple other rigs there, and I'm sorry I forgot their names, but... You should probably start writing people's names down. <laughs> just I should. should. I think he has... Just bring a Sharpie and write them on your arm. It'll last for I longer. Should. Um, but basically, it was... Dylan was in the front. It was then John then Casey, and then myself. The other rig decided that he wanted to go back to camp, and Todd M. decided he wanted to go back to camp as well. So we enter into the gatekeeper for mouthwash, and the gatekeeper for mouthwash was not that bad. Uh, Dylan hops up it like it's nothing because he's got 43 stickies and he's the guy that got that samurai buggy that you guys wheeled with at Roush last year that had the TDI in it. Yep. Yep. Um, so he one shots up that and then 
John goes up that after him, and John gets up to this rock where this rock wants to eat his quarter panel. Casey doesn't have a functional winch at this point in time, so I um, I hopped in my rig to go and winch John off of the edge of this rock, which leads into mouthwash trail. And so we winched his body over and kept it in its nice shape and whatnot. I hop up into the trail because Casey's now spun himself around and he's facing out on the green trail and this is where that trail trash video that i threw into the podcast chat um the instagram video comes into play it's a little bit up in there but basically this rock ends up trying to become one with my quarter panel and inside of my window through the two-door window and i kept cutting up sideways trying to get the rear end of the jeep around and every time i would get the rear end of the jeep around it would try and slide down into that rock and i ended up having to cut it basically all the way driver which was pointing up the hill put it into first gear and stand on it, trying to roll the rig because to quote Dylan, you're either going to take out your back glass and your side glass, or you're going to roll your rig. You can choose which you want to do, but it's going to be a really soft roll. So I went for the really soft roll. Did you make it? He didn't roll. I did. Yep. And I threw the video of that particular instance in the podcast chat um, a few minutes ago. So it's up there if you guys want to see that. Uh, Trail Trash also threw it up there. And then I made it past the gatekeeper into mouthwash and split my fuel pump in half and got towed down the mountain by John. Again? Again. So what are you planning to do to remedy that shit? Okay, I gotta ask. I gotta ask because I saw something on Facebook about this, and I totally forgot about it until you just said that. Does yours hit the bottom? Because I know when I saw the back fuel tank in that white Jeep, it. Um, I think it was when I went up to Drummond Island. I smacked it on a rock, or it was either that or Badlands. I smacked it on a rock, and um. It fell apart, and the Jeep wouldn't run for shit. Anytime I took like a left or right turn, it literally the um because it must have gotten hit right where the module is, so it must have pushed it up just enough that it could fall apart. And it when it fell apart, it no longer worked. So are yours just falling apart? No, mine are literally. So you know how you have the three prongs that hold the bottom of that or yeah. together? What it is doing is it is ejecto cedo cousing and removing the whole fuel pump, disconnecting the wiring, and yeah. floating up next to the uh, fill yeah. side of the tank. Yes, because it's undoing the piece that get typically gets hit against the bottom and pushes up. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what did but when i install it i have like a three finger or two finger gap 
to a three-finger gap below the bottom of the cell. Yeah, so you need to get something so it has something on the bottom of it to push up. I think what's happening is the bumps are jarring it, and then the spring that is in there to ejecto seat cause it when it uh, were to get rear-ended if it was in a normal Jeep is what's causing the pump to blow apart. So, so like Nick LeBlanc was saying, you need to put something underneath there so it holds that spring in place because it won't come apart if it's spring-loaded because there's a shaft. I want to say in one spot there's a shaft that goes into another one to kind of lock it in place. Yeah, no, all of that splits. Um, so my solution is I've got another O'Reilly's pump on the way. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send self-tappers through the aluminum into the plastic to just oh, hold it in one piece. So do you have the style where it's like three plastic, like flat tabs that come down from the top? I do. Into the yeah. bottom? Because I was talking, my buddy John and I have been on this whole fuel pump debacle right uh, lately. Because he has, um, he picked up one of those Moto-built fuel cells. Uh, and he got the tell him to just sell it. I Why? wish that I had never fucking gotten involved with this. So, so he has that, and then he got one of the Genrite lacquering things. All right, like everybody ever says to get. Mm -hmm. So you can just drop a Cherokee pump in there, thread the thing yeah, on, and you're good I to go. Have that. Yeah. I so, have that. um, I don't know who the who the difference in manufacturer or something like that. I have a pump, well, I had a pump laying around that he has right now, that instead of those three plastic fingers, there's three model rods that, like, barb fit, clip into the top half, and then drop into the bottom half and clip in. That sounds like it would work better. So, well, he is in the middle of messing with that to extend those rods and extend the hose from the pump itself up to the top of the sending unit, because when you drop a Cherokee pump in... To that moto built cell with the genrite thing there's probably a good two inches at least before the bottom of the like from the bottom of the sending unit to the bottom of the tank so there's basically just dead fuel space there hmm. from the pickup yeah because in a chair in like a stock tank application you you push the sending unit down and yeah, the bottom of that point. pump Luke, is sitting if... on on the bottom of the pump so there's a gap there's like no pressure holding it together. Yep. You know, I'm going to hurt someone because this is literally what I was just saying. Is it? Yeah, we don't want to yep. hear it out of your, your mouth. Well, we don't trust anything I was, you say. I was too right. busy watching your visual to actually listen <laughs> yeah. to what you were doing. <laughs> this fucking cloud thing that he was playing with. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so he, he's in the middle. He's in the middle of trying to extend those because with that style pump, and I don't know. If it was a year difference or or just a manufacturer difference or what, we haven't figured that much out yet. But we've noticed that there's the two styles of pumps, at least from the ones that I had laying around. I at think least. it would be a year difference because mine has the single output and then on top of that the tank doesn't have a return line set up. That's what, that's what all of the pumps that I have laying around because I've only... Well, I've parted out some old ones, but all of the pumps that I have laying around were from part outs that I did from 97 plus Cherokees because I've parted out several. Then that's just weird. 
Um, yeah, they're all new. They're all new style pumps with a single outlet, no return. You know, big big round plastic top drops into the top of the tank with the plastic tank. So like, that's why we couldn't figure out. And because he had tried to get another one from like O'Reilly's, and it was the same as his, the one that he had, which was the one that you have, where it has the plastic tabs that drop yeah. down. And so I don't even know where I got this pump from that has like dowel rods instead of plastic tabs, but it seems like it's a superior design if you're trying to modify it's this thing. Much better, uh, from what you're saying already. So my solution is I'm just gonna send some self tappers through those fingers on the pump. And I'll accept that I lost like two gallons or three gallons out of the cell at this point if it means that I can actually make it through a day at AOP without the loss of a fuel pump. Okay, I gotta ask, Luke, how did you not, uh, and this goes back to your Facebook post, how did you not pick that up from what Nick said to you? I picked that up from what Nick said, but at the time that Nick said it, I already had another pump into it. And oh, I okay. wasn't ripping it apart for that. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, because this Nick hand, just completely explained it the exact same way that uh, Nick LeBlanc did to you. And I was like, um, how did you not pick up on that? On the other hand, what Nick LeBlanc said was about picking up more fuel. It wasn't about setting the bottom of the pump on the um, bottom well, of the fuel cell. Uh, no, because picking up more fuel would set it on the bottom of the fuel cell. Mm -hmm. So Potentially, yes, but that wasn't how I had originally taken it. Okay. Because he made the comment about picking up the bottom of the fuel tank. So well, that, that was where I went. So, well, that. basically what he's saying is just have like a little pedestal in the bottom, right? No, he is actually... Or am I, mis am I misinterpreting that? He said extend the tabs out or something along those lines. So that it does get to the bottom of the cell. It doesn't fit yeah. uh, two inches above. So that's, what I, that's, that's literally what I was just talking Why about. Why the fuck do they design it with that space? Um, because What do you mean? Correct. What? It, oh, I guess because the, the Genrite design isn't for... The, that's an aftermarket thing for the motor-built <laughs> yeah. cell. Um, wait, so yeah. it's just a poorly... Des, it's a poorly thought out implementation of the Her factory fuel pump. Yeah. Well, all, all of the factory fuel pumps are not supposed to be used in... Yeah. I mean, they designed it to work in the Cherokee tank. They have, like, certain... I mean, that tank is as tall as it is, is for a reason, so when you push that like sending that. unit in, it collapses a little bit, so it keeps that yeah. pressure down. Uh. Yeah. And, and you're trying to put it in a tank that's... I mean, even just the Moto build, if you use their normal clamp-down ring... It's still, I think it's still like three quarters of an inch off the bottom of the cell just yeah, because it's not, it's not meant to be in a tank that's God. the dimensions God. that they use it in. Can I please say something here? I'm getting really, all right. Okay. Yes, Curtis. I tried to put a TJ fuel pump module into my Cherokee or into my Cherokee tank. Uh, the TJ fuel, fuel pump modules are about two inches longer than the other ones. I told uh, they you. are. Oh. That they, they are. John, my buddy John was exploring that option too, but he we did not have a TJ pump available, so he just started messing with a Cherokee one that we had trying to I, extend it. it, it, it you it, know what, though? So it's strictly a Cherokee sense. problem. Yes. You I, have to get the TJ I, pump and put it in a Cherokee if you want the yes. motor-built cell to work properly. Well, yeah. Case closed. We can stop. <laughs> Basically. But if you're hacks like all of us are, yeah. 
just you extend know. the fucking legs. Oh, yeah. you, guys are, you guys are sitting here talking. <laughs> or just self-tapper it to the side. It won't fall out if you do that. We hope. Uh, I was just saying, I can't really just dawned on about that. I'm a genius when I'm high. <laughs> that would make sense, though, because, like, if it was an inch longer, it would be fine. If it was two inches longer, it would be pushing up an inch, and you would never have it come apart. That's yeah. I can't yeah. believe nobody figured that out by now. I bet that fuel cell in that ring is designed for a TJ module only. Yep. Yes, probably. Dude, have you seen Genrite build anything for a Cherokee ever? I don't know. We could ask Tyler. No. Oh yeah, we could ask Tyler. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. When you get when you get shit box owners like us trying to. Oh, we can make it a little bit nicer and get this cool aluminum cell. This this but whole wonder, talk has been great. It's like the Genrite gold. sell it as a ring for an XJ. No, they sell it as a TJ. As a TJ they kit. sell it as a TJ kit. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's yeah, people all of our coincidentally, cult. coincidentally, they use the same style lock ring. So well, people yeah, who have Cherokees are like, oh, well, that's the same thing I have, so it'll work. Jesus, nope. did we just solve this whole issue? Yeah, it's too everyone? bad it's an hour and 35 minutes in. Oh, dude. <laughs> so somebody, if anybody has has the vote about fuel cell, they have to listen to the that? entire fucking episode or skip That's to fine. the end. Yeah. We're right. getting views here, yeah, okay? Or listen, we don't, nobody to, views right, You know what I mean. <laughs> I am viewing, I'm viewing that, Curtis right now. Yeah. <laughs> own separate thing. But that totally makes sense. And then... That also makes me feel better that self-tappers and an O'Reilly pump will be okay. Yeah. yeah. And then if it keeps ha- if it happens again, fuck it, go buy a fucking TJ, TJ module. Call it a day. Yeah. Call it a day. Uh, Done. It's literally the same thing except it's longer because I believe theirs went up higher, they were narrower, and they were deeper. Yeah. The, yes, the, 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 the TJ the TJ tanks are taller than the the Cherokee tanks are. Yeah to see if the same year TJ pump takes the same year or the same connector but if they take the same connector then that would be the solve it's three wires issue. you can uh you know they probably yeah you can just rewire too it's not like that big of a deal no it's not that big of a deal i would just I mean, there's, to get a, there's uh, there's two wires that go to the pump and two wires that go to the love luke sensor luke yes. find that post and tag me in it a minute I don't like Facebook. You're making me go back there. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I love you, though. And you love me. Okay. Solve this issue for every shitbox owner ever. All right. Uh, let's see. We're at Broken Dana 300 parts. Or Broken Dana 300 parts. Killdozer. Are, are, really we still live? Are, we still, are we doing this live right now, fellas? Happy anniversary to the Killdozer. Uh, wasn't that two days ago? <laughs> yeah. All of his whacked out fans, I think he did something beneficial when he was a lazy piece of shit that just didn't do what he was supposed to do. Oh, he Cody with the rampage. shade on the bulldozer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, because it's stupid because he was given a, a man driven the to the edge and his Dude. dozer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he did, though? He took his issue with the government straight to the government. <laughs> Yeah, and, he didn't, and he didn't loot a target in the middle of Minneapolis. Can't confirm. <laughs> no, he just destroyed... He didn't... Yeah, yeah, he just destroyed... Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't kill, he didn't kill anybody but himself, too. Yep, yep. No, he killed one officer. 
Did he? It was was unintentional or whatever. Oh, yeah. Due to the roadblock or whatever. So I tagged you in that. um, And then, yeah. Also, I think Nick LeBlanc has a different style of pump than I do or a different style of sell than I do. Because I'm looking at it now and uh, he's still running the factory style of ceiling ring. Uh, I can't do that. My, if I drop the fuel pump in, that factory style of um, gasket hits and won't let me get the pump in. So I think we're talking about a different tank. Here's the, here, this is what I'm, this is the style pump that I'm talking about that my, my buddy John is messing with right now. With the rods. Oh, that makes sense. Because they just have like a barbed end to them that clips into the top of the unit. Yeah, so if I had that in my rig, I wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know if it's a manufacturer difference or what. As opposed to the other style that we... the, I think it's a more normal style is the plastic tab style because I have several spare pumps laying around. I think I have like three laying around. Two, two or I think I have three or four, and like two out of the three were the plastic tab style, and only one of them was that metal rod style. Yeah, that almost looked like a ZJ pump. Now that I think back on it, I mean I think they're all pretty similar. They the TJ, all... ZJ, and um, uh. but. My takeaway from this is that I need to address the fuel pump situation or go to a inline pump so that way if it fails on the trail, it's not as big of a deal and I can just hop in the tow rig and go and grab another E2000 pump. That's what I was just going to say is that, I mean, it seems a lot easier just keeping a Cherokee pump, but Guys. realistic, realistically, the easy way is just doing Guys. an inline pump. Guys, I this Guys. is... Of a WJ um, regulator is so that, like, if the fuel pump inside of the tank, granted it's on whatever module and it is a fuel, actually, I think it's the um, fuel pump out of my TJ module that I had laying around. And I could literally go into any store and get any fuel pump that would, that has two wires to it, that has more than 50 psi. And stick it right back in that tank. And it's perfectly fine. Well, that was my theory with using the Cherokee one. Um, I've never had an issue until now. Like, uh, I was going to rip it out today, but the store didn't have one in stock for a replacement. So, as soon as I get another XJ pump, I'll be back up and running. And I figured that an XJ pump was about as boring and as standard as you could get. Not standard enough. Apparently not. Well, we're at an hour and 40 and change. Or sorry, two hours and 40 and change. How don't we beat our old record with me? Dude, what was mine? Mine was like three and a half hours when I did the last time. Oh. 
No, this yeah. this this was longer than I expected, honestly. I mean, do we have any any like I know Luke literally just yawned two minutes ago, so he's getting tired. I'm thinking Oh pretty Dude, it's only it's only eight thirty over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. In your uh, normal time zone. Dude, no, this is this is the superior time zone. Dude, that's bullshit. Lies. If you want to live God. in the past. Eight o'clock? That's already <laughs> past. We're done with that. Gone. <laughs> Uh, the the only thing that these days I'd rather live in the past. I tell you what, dude, our gas is a fraction of you know the hour more expensive over here versus you. I don't think that's how it works, but Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Richie, you got any closing notes here? Not really. Nothing. My closing note is if I ever have to hear a 45-minute conversation about a fuel pump again, I'm going to kill myself. No, that was actually a very valuable conversation. Uh, no, the ending was fucking awesome. It's great. Oh, there, there was definitely some fucking confusion in the middle there uh, yeah. about <laughs> what was being talked about, but we, we figured it out. Um, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Curtis, what is that? He's <laughs> holding up this dog toy. Looks like a planet with a face on it. It is. <laughs> it's plush. Doc on the finger again. Uh, right. I had. Well, um, I guess if that's all we got, make sure you put your TJ fuel pumps in your TJ Motobuilt cells that aren't made for XJs. And. Um, do a kickflip next time you will. Yeah, do a kickflip. <laughs> Except get it on video. Yeah, don't. Hey, if you do, you can't do a kickflip if it's not on video. That's it's it's required. That's a rule. Yeah. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs>